if the awesomeness allows it, we should totally hang out soon sometime. Wait, wait, I can't. What? Can you hear me? Hang on, I'll type into the thing. Hang on. We got technical difficulties. I can hear Chad just fine. Uh, I don't know if Chad can hear me. Could be asked to switch over to his... Uh, Come on, Clary, get it together. There we go. Could be if he's on his laptop and he's mobile, a lot of those laptops are really finicky taking another uh, microphone, so you won't be able to hear it. As per YouTube, it says, this is Hangout On Air is live. Hangouts On Air is going away August 1st. For quick streaming, try YouTube webcam. like... YouTube, you're like a goddamn bipolar girlfriend. You're fucking changing your mind all the time. It's like guys when they get, I married girl X. I love girl X. Girl X is the most wonderful thing. And then YouTube, like a standard one, changes. Changes. It's like, I didn't marry this girl. I didn't get involved in it. It, it. This will be the end of YouTube. It will be the end of YouTube where they just keep fucking around with shit. They keep fucking around with shit. Things working fine. Let's go to YouTube webcam. Let's see what this is all about. You there, Chad? Yeah, I'm having this issue because I'm connecting to my brother-in-law's monitor here so I can see uh -huh. two screens. And every time I do that, it mutes me. So uh, go do what you're doing. You, don't need, you don't need to have two screens. Uh, well, what? Can you hear me all right now? Well, yeah, but we want to make sure that we see every Super Chad. Well, I got that. I can do it on my own over here, although I'm not as eagle eye um, as many people would like me to be. And I do feel bad. Um, you know what? Let's go immediately to Darius. Uh, Darius sent me a super chat. And then uh, for whatever reason, we didn't get the uh, the question. And he emailed it to me. So I appreciate that very much, Darius. My message was, was you should go to Stefan Molnu's show to promote asshole consulting in your books and message. Roll Tomasi, Rich Cooper, even Sticks and Hammer got a podcast with him. You can even get one, a one-on-one -on -one with the Steph. <laughs> I uh I I can yes I probably could uh but there's tact and etiquette where you don't just invite yourself on somebody's stream and so I think that's kind of uh, the appropriate way. Chad, did we lose you again? No, I'm still here, but just give me a couple minutes. Like, keep going. Okay, no, I you're fine right now. We don't. What what's the, what's your worry? You you're doing fine. Uh, I, uh, give me just one more minute. I want to see if I can figure all this out. There's something, something two, going on here. Two screens. You need your porn screen and your actual work screen. I understand. Remember, I do work for uh, camera whores. So <laughs> I got to talk to you about that. Let's, um, yeah, give me just a minute here. All right. All right. All right. Let me, let me pull this up. I got to get organized here myself. Um, so anyway, to Darius, uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, it, look, here's, just call it a fuddy-duddy principle of mine. I'm not just going to go and say, hey, you should have me on your show because it's arrogant, it's presumptuous, it's impolite. I, I got very few morals, guys, very few. But being an arrogant, cocky son of a bitch uh, is one of them. Um, littering and 
hurting animals is another one too, which may shock you guys. I'm probably more aligned. Well, I shouldn't say aligned with PETA. Um, but I have PETA like leniencies. Like I don't like animals. Like I can't, like when I was a kid, I could catch fish, throw them in the thing, let them, you know, die of oxygen. Cause I didn't know any better. Now like with fish, it's like, I really even have an issue with fishing. Um, not catching them. I catch and release. Cause, uh, you know, it, it's kind of fun, but like, oh yeah, we're going to kill the fish. And I'm like, what's it like having your head chopped off? You know, I, I'm thinking that's a little traumatizing for the fish and then people just fillet the fish they'll cut half its body off uh, while it's still alive so i i even went to the extents and the links to look up how to humanely kill fish and um it's actually quite an ingenious way you basically get them happy and drunk off of cheap shit vodka and so you get your five gallon bucket and pail and i don't know how many of my listeners have that experience? Because I grew up in Wisconsin where there is also over 10,000 lakes, 14,000 actually. So fishing was very common. Um, but for the rest of you out there, but let me explain it here. So you're a young kid, right? And you just want to go catch fish. You're not going to use them. You're just catching them. They're bluegill, the, the, the scum of the earth. You've got to throw them away. So you'd catch these fish. You put them in a five-gallon bucket. And the fish would swim around there, but inevitably the oxygen would run out. But you're a dumbass kid. You don't know any better. And then the next day you'd go out and the fish were all floating at the top like this, this you know, continent of fish. And then you dump the dead fish off in the lake and not think anything about it. So I, again, not, not a big environmentalist, not a big PETA guy. I think like, well, if I'm going to catch fish, which I enjoy, I enjoy fishing. Um, I like to catch the fish use the fish kind of like the indians did with the buffalo they didn't just go out there hey, let's criticize the white man as we may the white man just went out there on a train pow shot a buffalo dead went on almost extincted the buffalo uh so if i do go fish i'm going to use the fish i'm going to eat the fish but then i looked at a humane way to kill the fish best way get yourself a big huge ass bottle of the cheapest like fleshman's or fleischmann's vodka <laughs> Fleischmann's vodka or Papa vodka and basically get your five gallon uh, thing of water. Uh, and then you'd, you'd catch your fish. Yeah, this oh, is it big enough? You throw it away. You get another fish. You throw it away. Ah, this is a good size fish. This is a good size fish. And you put that big fish, the one that you're going to eat later into the five gallon bucket. And then he'd swim around. There'd be enough water and you could dump out water, put more water in and, and uh, the fish would live. Uh, but then I rec uh, they recommended on the internet that you just get them drunk, basically kill them with alcohol poisoning. Even if they're upside down or the fins are flapping a little bit, um, that means they're alive, but they're unconscious. And that's when you kill them. And so, uh, that's how I would go ahead and, uh, uh kill the fish and fillet the fish <clears throat> and use the fish. You there, Chad? Are you there now? I am. Sorry about that. I'm all set now. I don't know what you, what was wrong before. Did you need two screens or something? Is that an accounting thing? No, no. It's like, so I'm using my brother-in-law's computer here, and I could only kind of see it on one of the screens, and the audio was wonky, but it's it's perfect now. We're oh, good, good. good. Yeah. What's hey, uh, you have good news. You got yourself a little nephew there. You sent a couple pictures over. He seems all excited about Uncle Elkins showing up. You are right. You told me. <laughs> no, so a few, it was probably a few months ago. You were like, 
Oh, the second he says Uncle Chad, like your, your yeah. heart's going to freaking melt. Oh, my God, that little fucker is so sweet. Did he, he say is, it? Is, Yeah, he did. He can say it. Does he say Uncle Chad or Uncle uh, Chad? How, how does he Uncle, say it? Uncle Chad. It's like the <laughs> cutest freaking thing. It's so cute. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. So I see what you mean. I see why you play soccer uh, with all the little nieces to beat Marcus at – um, steps yes yes we uh well we play baseball the rules of which are a little bit different than the professionals play and there's a lot of encouraging and what works really great there's the older uh niece lucifer and then there's the younger niece geronimo and lucifer's got the the muscle uh muscle skeletal eye to hand coordination to actually swing a bat and so we go play baseball with these like styrofoam balls it's all you can't hurt anybody. But then Geronimo, she goes shucks the balls, which is great because I don't want to go shuck the balls. So she will go run around and give me the balls. And then I just pitch it to Lucifer again. Lucifer actually is a pretty good swinger. Hits him, hits him pretty far. Then Geronimo goes, runs, and chases him, bring him back. And uh, it's surprising that uh, Geronimo falls asleep that afternoon uh, after shucking balls all day because she ran about a mile and a half as a, a little two-year-old child. That's cool. No, no. Well, then, uh, so now, does you? How old is your nephew? Like a year? No, he's uh, nineteen months now. Oh, so he's when a I was, year and a half. Yeah, when I was here over Christmas, he couldn't really say anything. So mm-hmm. that's why it was so exciting to come here. And then the the kid can ask for things. He wants Wawa. <laughs> you know, he's he's great. He's great. What? So can he walk? Yeah, he can walk. He runs. Oh, yeah. He's, he's okay. all running all around. You got to watch it because if you turn your head away one second, next thing you know, they bash their head into a table. Oh yeah, no, they're they're dumb. They're dumb as hell. They're they're uh, you you really got to watch them. They uh, they'll go run off and they'll climb and you're like, no, come here, no, come here. What the? Do you, have you hold hands? Like, give me a hand. They go walk across the street and they don't got a hand, so they grab your finger because that's all they can really grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just adorable. Yeah. I mean. Now, I will say this, and I don't know if you've experienced this. Um, they do seem to not want to stay asleep all night. And, you know, so you can hear them <laughs> crying at like two or three in the morning. That's your you sister's that? problem. That's, your, that's their problem. That's the oh, problem. It's a, it is their problem. It's a little bit my problem, too, because I can hear it. And like huh? the noise machine I have doesn't block it out. <laughs> so, oh. Well, I yeah. still think you're having fun. The pictures you sent me, it seems like your little nephew there. I mean, the, and what's you know what? Oh, God. I, I just so love my little nieces. You know what's great is anything you want to do, they think it's the most wonderful, amazing, newest thing. Like everything is amazing to them. And uh, I like, I can say we could feed ducks, we could feed fish. We can go to the park. They've been there a million times. It's a new adventure at the park. They never see this bird. And as long as you're there, they don't. And, and unfo- have you gotten dragged into the puzzles and the games and the, the choo-choo trains that they normally do? A little bit. Yeah, but that's OK. You know, I'll sit there and read them a book that has like 12 words and 37 pictures, you know, things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, we went to the playground yesterday and it was just it's the greatest. You know what? Okay, hang on now. Hang on. Uh, I'm thinking. What's your single? Yo, dude, so I'd grab Lucifer and Geronimo, right? Heck, Geronimo wasn't even around. I just have Lucifer, the little two-year-old, and we go run around in your favorite place, E-D-I-N-A. Every day ah. I need attention, E-Dino. So there's like this park there, and they got ducks and things and stuff. 
So I would take little Lucifer and we go run around. She'd go climb on the rock. She'd do this and that, you know, just burn off the energy. Do you know how many women approached me? Approached me. Not like me going up to the women. I'm too busy looking after the kid, make sure the kid don't fall into the pond, doesn't fall off a rock, doesn't find nuclear plutonium, they'll blow up a nuclear device. Do you know how many women were coming up to me like, is that yours? That's crazy. And then if you, same thing with dogs too, if you have a little dog. Yeah, but there's something about little kids. The women, it's it's like dogs on steroids. The gals will always be, they did. They're like, is that yours? And and I and didn't really understand until I was 40 that this should have been a plan a long time ago. Well, I'm like, no, it's not. You know, and I ain't got no ring on my finger because I'm no dummy. And uh, then they're <laughs> like, oh, well, you bit. I'm like, no, I'm its uncle. What's in it's an it? It's not an it. It's a little girl. I'm like, eh, it's an it. And you can hear them gushing wet because, like, you're this uncle guy walking around with this little two year old kid, making sure she doesn't hurt herself and everything like that. And forget you could be a Nazi, you could be a, a murderer, you could be, uh, uh, I don't know, just somebody who talks in the theater. Uh, you could be a despicable person. They don't care. You don't need game you don't need charm you don't need anything you got a little two-year-old kid and that i mean it was so easy i could have taken advantage like i could have gotten so many numbers and so many lays just because i was watching over this little two-year-old kid well you know what all those guys like nick and some of these uh john Steele, and i'm sure tj said this about being in the pacific northwest and the uh, quality the quality of that sort of thing here yes they were not kidding, man. Whoa. <laughs> what have you been to Seattle, the Pacific North uh, Northwest before? I have, but a long time ago. But I mean, Portland feels like it's the exact same place from what they describe. It. Oh yeah, no, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, I I'm just thinking if you could transport, like, if the kid ever comes visits you, you drag that kid to whatever bar you want. I saw, you know, you take the kid, you put up on the bar, you get her a Diet Coke or him a Diet Coke or whatever. And everybody, including the girls, are going to be all like, oh, my God, me, 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 <laughs> You're just like, here's my number. Let's go out sometime. And you can lie. You could say, I got to babysit this kid later. Would you like to help me babysit? The kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, the kid, uh, parents are watching over their own kid. Who knew that happened? Hey, you just want to go out with me? They don't even know anything about you. They don't even know your personality. But they'll say yes because they associate you with the kid. Well, they're also secret fans of this show. We can't forget that. Yeah, yeah. Although, how many women have you had to reject today, Chad? I uh, sent to elkincpa.com. I mean, 5, 10, 20? How many girls did you have to reject today? Well, we have a bit of a time difference here. So it's mm -hmm. a little bit earlier than when you are. So only a few. Only a few. <laughs> yeah, I had hordes of women outside my place uh, with signs that says, we love Clary. And, uh, <clears throat> and as I drove across South Dakota two days ago, um, yeah, I got stopped in Kimball and Mitchell and uh, Belvedere and all those other great metropolitan areas of South Dakota with hordes of women flagging me down Yeah, uh, because of how famous we are. And, uh, and how was South Dakota? It looked like fun. Fuck, dude. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> – the pictures you saw are the ones where it wasn't raining. It was Seattle. That was the funny joke. Me and DT and Mrs. DT were joking. Mrs. DT says – did you move us to Seattle? I'm like, dude, I, it's never like it rained all the time. They had like four tornado warnings in four days. Um, you had to get out during the morning or the early afternoon to enjoy the weather because just on cue, 
right about 3 or 4 p.m., the rain would start coming in and not little rain like torrential downpours and two-inch hail. And there was flooding in Rapid City, downtown Rapid City. There was enough water uh, that it was not fun. Um, so I got a little bit of hiking in, but only a third of what I normally like to do. And, um, I found out with 10 and 12 year old girls, they have opinions and, um, yeah, imagine that 10 or 12 year old girls have opinions like, all right, let's go egg at hunting. And and I've never seen two different philosophies of leadership. One is very libertarian and libertine and hands off. The other is get your ass in the goddamn car because I told you so. And I'm leaning more towards get your ass in the goddamn car because I told you so because I've never seen so much time pissed away in my life. Like I'm looking, I'm like, uh, the storms are coming in about three hours. It's an hour to get to where we got to go. Let's go now. But yeah, it was uh, it was enjoyable uh, for the handicaps I had. Uh, and I wasn't, I wasn't there for fun. I was there for work and, 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 you know, cleaning up my property and talking to the builders and everything like that. But still over, over the course of the week, you should be able to get a couple hikes in a couple motorcycle rides in, but the weather was totally against us. 60% of your normal day would have been wiped out with rain. And then the 40% was kind of like, Oh, I'd like to show you guys around, but then little children, not, not toddlers, toddlers will follow you anywhere. Children of the double digit ages have opinions. And um, they want to sit there and look at their smart tablets or their smartphones or whatever. Um, even though there's the world's greatest mountains and adventuring just outside the front door. So it was, it was somewhat uh, flummoxing and frustrating. Uh, kids will be kids. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what you were telling me about before I got here. They're like, they don't want to just watch TV. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I remember when I was a kid, and maybe I'm just biased, but TV was great back then. You had Knight Rider, and you had WWE and all that. So you maybe actually want to watch some TV. But then we inevitably went outside and played. Apparently, kids today, kids, and by kids, I mean people 35 and under, because millennials just look at their goddamn phones and eat avocado. And Nobody goes outside and plays anymore. And so the Black Hills, I look at this huge adult playground not in the pornographic sense but in like an awesome like this is the most amazing thing ever and like yeah we'll grab our guns we'll grab some whiskey and we'll go hunt fossils and agates and shoot guns and climb mountains and scale and then and then get drunk and uh yeah the the kids were just addicted to their damn tablets and i i I couldn't understand that uh but you know I'm, i'm i guess i'm 40 years older so you know what do i know but no, they enjoy the time while the little two-year-olds too. Because uh, about four, they develop an attitude. And unless the parents bring them upright, which most modern-day parents don't parent, they just like, oh, my God, let me give you, give you everything. So expect the kid to be spoiled. This is not a besmirchment upon your, uh, your sister or your brother-in-law. Just expect modern-day parenting to, you know, your little buddy you got there who's really awesome and wants to do everything. We'll soon start crying because you're not doing exactly what he wants to do. Uh, it just, yeah, the, the, the good times have a limit to them and it will go away. So in, enjoy him while he's like under four. And then about four, then it's, it, it, it's the beginning of the end. 
It's interesting. Yesterday, um, he's eating breakfast and I'm there and I'm like, hey, you know, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this is how inexperienced I am with all this stuff. All of a sudden, <laughs> a couple minutes later, you hear this. <clears throat> and then he just like starts puking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's normal. It's it's normal. But what got me is I'm like, well, you know, he doesn't really seem upset that he did that. And then five minutes later, he like wanted to go run around and play. Yeah. Like when I puke, I tend to be like, oh, man, wow, I'm going to hang for a bit. He was all smiling and like, <laughs> whoops. Well, dogs are like that, too. You know, they throw up. You're like, oh, is he sick? And then they're off chasing a squirrel next. Yeah, little kids, they, they, they just they didn't agree with the stomach. You know, and then he had, to, he had to go and bolt off and do kid-like things. So it was but, fun. Uh, but you, you, uh, you enjoy being an uncle, huh? I do. I do. Um, it's like you have all the fun stuff that comes along with playing with kids, but you don't have to change the diapers. You don't have oh, to yeah. wake up in the middle of the night. You don't have to take him to daycare. He's at daycare right now. <laughs> daycare? He's, a, he's 19 months. How is he at daycare? Well, my sister and brother-in-law work, both of them. I'm not going to get you in trouble. So I'm not going to get you in trouble. Dude, you. this place is expensive for some reason. Yeah, gee, some reason. Really, the liberals with all their fucking ordinance and, and, and smart living ordinances over in Portland and limiting the amount of land that can be developed. Really, property prices are high? And then if property prices are high, rents are high? Oh, it must be the Republicans' fault. Let me guess. Let me guess. Is, am I anywhere in the ballpark there? Well, let me tell you this. They do not have any sales tax. That's not that bad. I mean, they do have a state income tax, but no sales tax. Who would you rather have? No, no. Switch it around. Switch it around. Oh, you think it's better to have no property? It is absolutely better to have a sales tax than income tax. I don't have to fucking fill out a goddamn form for an income tax. Sales tax, everybody else does the work for me. Walmart takes it. The gas station takes it. Uh, you know, whatever. It's up to the business to take my tax, report it to the fucking IRS and the state uh, revenue agency. An income tax, you're inconveniencing people. You got to fill out this goddamn. That's how you make your money, right? Exactly. Right. So I'm a little bit biased. I like it when there's an income tax because I'm sure then you do. <laughs> out, out of curiosity, is there any like additional CPAs that go to like states that have a local income tax, like Ohio? Oh, yeah. Really? They go over there and make more money, huh? Those are such a pain. Like Ohio is so crappy with that. I actually hate that. That no. is just an extra hassle that i can't really charge more money for it's just an annoying thing well wait why why can't you charge more money because it's like it's not so much a form that i can fill out and file for them it's like you have to report this and that it's like something online that they do right at least at least in some counties um and i'm trying to think there's other states that have these localities isn't colorado one of them no uh aurora colorado i think denver has an income tax yeah um, and it's a pittance of an amount. I think it's a flat fee, like $5. And it, it, But my point is not one of the taxation level. Mine is, let's take politics out of this, because I know if it was up to the Democrats, we'd tax it 100%, 125%, and we'd all go jizz off to our sociology degrees. Uh, mine is one of what kind of encumbrance and chore and bothering do you want to put upon all the American people, all of them, Anybody has to file an income tax, which is all of you guys, except for your little nephew and little kids. (laughs) Look, do, if anybody at the Ohio state legislature is listening, 
do your citizens a solid, eliminate that income tax and replace it with something that's automatic. So don't have to fill out this goddamn form every fucking year. Well, that was what they were trying to do with simplifying the tax code, but all they did was make it more complex. So, I mean, you know, in a lot of places, they just send you something in the mail. I'm talking like Europe and other countries. You just, if it looks good, you sign it, mail it back, and that's your taxes. Wait, but that's the income taxes? Like a local income tax? Oh, no, I meant the income taxes in general. I'm talking about like Sweden and Mm -hmm. Norway and places like that. It seems to me that they don't really, you don't give it to an accountant to get prepared. They sort of do it for you. The government does it for you. And then if it looks right, you just check a box. And if not, okay, you, can, I'll, you know yeah. what? I'll take that then. That's that's a lot easier. Mine is mine is one of the amount of compliance costs, the time oh, and yeah. energy it takes to comply with the laws. And that, that could refer to individual income taxes. That could refer to uh corporations taking the time to comply with uh, regulatory ordinances it's i mean there's this month-long period on average i know it's three oh no it's four and a half no three and a half months three and a half april 15th three and a half months that people kind of got to do it but they're not always working on it full time we lose a full fucking month of labor where people are dicking around with their goddamn taxes when it's like dude Make it a fucking national sales tax. Eliminate this income tax. Or in the case of the Nordic countries, the government sends you a bill. Does this look right? Yes. Sign off on it and be done. Even if you're paying more, a little bit more, who gives a shit? You saved yourself two fucking weeks of full time. You know how tedious it is fucking adding up receipts and like, oh, what the fuck is this? Is this, is this, uh, is that a, a gas expense or is this an entertainment expense? I do it for a living. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I know you do. But you're like a cop. You're like a surgeon. It's like, wouldn't it be better if there was no crime? Wouldn't it be better if there was no disease? Wouldn't it be better if there was no taxes? I think the world would be better if there was no taxes. Yeah. Like people, people tell me, aren't you worried about if it's too simple, you won't get, you won't get work, or you'll you'll lose your business and everything? And I'm saying any CPA worth his salt can find work doing anything in accounting, yeah. not just taxes. So. Well, and then there's always those people who are like, do my taxes. Well, you, your tax, you got one W-2. Please, yeah. Just go to, I'll pay you 125. Fine. Okay. Here. I actually don't really accept those types of clients anymore because it's really? like, yeah, because it's pointless. It's like, look, I'll charge you. You'll get angry and then you'll, you know, never come back or threaten to give me a bad review. So I'm like, just do it yourself or I'll send them to a colleague. Send them. We used to do that in banking send them somewhere else. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's like, well, they're our main competitor. I mean, and this is community banking, you know, like local banks, one or two banks in town that actually are competitors. And it's like, well, maybe you, you go talk to the bank down the road. They, they'd like your business. And then, and, and, you know, occasionally I get, Hey, fuck you. Don't send me this shit. Yeah. Like, no, oh, dude, Mike, I- I'm just trying to help you out. Like the fuck you are. I get those all the time. I send them to the guy down the hall, another CPA, and he'll yeah. knock on my door and be like, dude, stop sending me these like <laughs> sucky clients. <laughs> and then he sent me some before. It's like a game. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a, that's, that's what yeah, you, you, you want something like a loan to value of a hundred. I remember the days there'd be loan to value of 120%. Like the loan be greater than the value of the asset we're lending against. I was like, Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Do you um we got a bunch of super chats, dude? Should we uh let's uh let's let me do this. Let me go pee because I foolishly had a soda water here before I Ooh, uh, I get to sing. 
Just kidding. I'm not going to sing. Don't worry I actually about prefer, it. This is my show. You could sing if you want. Please sing if you want. I'm going to hit the can and we'll go do the super chats real quick, right? All right. Sounds All right, good. Tall and tanny, young and lovely, but girl from all right, guys, don't worry. I'm not really going to sing. Um, all you Seattle dudes, um, and I know there's a bunch of you in the chat, like, have you ever been to Portland? And if so, what do you think the what, – what's better about Portland and what's worse about Portland? For, the, for you Seattle guys, man, Clary, stop. <laughs> oh, these guys are telling me to sing. Come as you are, as you were, as you want me to be. Take your time, hurry up. I know, memory. Oh, wow, we can hear the toilet flushing. Love hearing that toilet flush. <laughs> yeah, the income taxes are pretty bad here. My brother-in-law was telling me about it. Um, and I'm like, why don't you just move to to Vancouver, Washington, where there is no income tax? And you work in Oregon, but they still actually will charge you income tax for that. So, yeah. Love that song. Hey, did um, did you know that we could hear the toilet flushing? Yeah, I know. I don't, uh, you know what? Okay. Um, one of the multiple reasons I like Roosh. Have you ever read his Dead Bat in Paraguay? I don't think I actually read that one. I've read a few of his books. You know what he talks about more than once in that book? What's that? So you're in uh, second, third world countries, and you hop on the bus and you go, and there's no stops. And that might prevent or uh, uh, present an issue for people, especially if you're eating not local food. Like it's a foreign food to your system. So there are multiple instances where Rouge was just like painting to take a shit. Ooh. And, and not to sound crass, but a diarrhea like shit. And he held it in and he meditated and all that. And that's why I like his books. You want to know why? Because it's actually giving you the truth. Everybody's been there. Oh yeah. Everybody everybody shits, everybody farts, and everybody pees. And uh, you know, and dude, so I read I that book to my nephew last night. It's called Everybody Poops. <laughs> oh, is that a book? Yeah, I was reading it to him, and it shows this little kid going because he's trying to we gotta start a toilet. Yeah, potty training, training sure. Potty yeah. training. <laughs> so it shows this kid like trying to figure out how to use the potty. <laughs> yeah, no, I look, I, I was talking to uh, Rob of Rob says no more than two days ago. And we're talking about what were we talking about? Oh, how we will trust somebody in quote unquote, the red pill, because there's so many frauds and fakes trying to get in on this gold mine. Like, oh, yeah, I'm an expert. I got laid all the time. So um, we trust people who failed more than like Mr. Perfect comes on the scene with his hundred thousand followers or whatever and you never heard of him two weeks ago, and he's regurgitating the same shit that you've said for ten years, right? Um, yeah. So it's a, it's one of those deals where it's kind of like, yeah, I don't really trust you. I just, you know, so, but I trust a guy who complains about having to take a shit 
on a bus in Bolivia. That's who I believe. Well, yeah, maybe that's the key to uh, getting fans is you're actually doing it, things like that. It's not fans. You're not looking at your subscriber subscriber count. I am looking at my subscriber count. By the way, uh, everybody go and subscribe to my YouTube channel, both here and the Aaron Clary channel and my Twitter account. I want to break 10,000 on Twitter. It's the efficacy, the effectiveness of those 10,000. So like you'll see very commonly – Mr. Flash in the pan comes on the internet. Hey, I know and take my seminar, blah, blah, blah. He's got 100,000 subscribers on YouTube or whatever social media, but each video maybe gets 500 to 1,000 views. It's like that doesn't add up. Yeah. Uh, something's wrong there. And that's obviously a person that paid. Mine, not, not that great of a ratio either, but everyone who tunes in is 100% legitimate. And uh, I think there's a way you can even look like you can put your Twitter url through a filter and it'll tell you what percent of your followers are legit versus bots mm. I, I think mine's like 85 percent, which is really good score not bots legitimate people um so just that that's that's you know geez aaron did did you ever fart in public yes i did did you ever pee and fail to turn off the microphone yes i do well geez why because <laughs> I, I was too damn lazy to turn off the microphone that's why did you ever wake up with bedhead and go straight on uh, camera? Well, yes, I did. Yes, I did. But I put on a hat. I mean, why are you wearing your hat? Because I don't want to do my hair. That's why. <laughs> Not that I got a lot. The GF cut it pretty short this last time. Well, there there were some people in the chat that were commenting. They wanted you to change your camera angle because they said that it made your hair look like it was cut like one of those bowl cuts. But, I mean, you've changed it now. Well, so I can't. I mean, I, I guess I could put it up like this. Yeah. And and then um I I don't have I, well I don't want to. It's goes right there. Look how nice that is, see? And people yeah. dude, okay, you know what's funny? This is so fucking funny. Um like see that? Oh, oh. I got a double chin. See? Oh, right. I was like what It's like when doing? you do when you do your gut, you can make your gut look like you got a gut. You stick it out. People are like, oh, Clary's got a double chin. It's like, yeah, that's because it's shooting underneath, you dumb shits. Like, if I put it up here, which is what most people do, yeah, I look badass and ripped and everything. I got a fat, fat belly. We will go to the beaches. We will fight them in the sea and land. So... Oh, we got John Steele on here. Cool. Oh, good old John. He's pissing yeah. off everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, John, I'm in the Pacific Northwest. Good to be here. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So let's do the super chats, get those done so that I might take my uh, my lovely GF out for Poke Bowl later tonight. All right. Poke Bowl. Um, so I got here a little late. Did you do one from Noah Acosta already? No, I haven't done any. Let's, let's okay. start fresh. Let's go. Uh, so Noah for $5 uh, says, Clary, the dating game for 22-year-olds is awful. I am a seven, and I had to bribe a two with a $9 drink to dance with me at a club. Well, you shouldn't be meeting women at clubs, right? Right there, yeah. Nick, where have you been, man? You're a veteran of this show. What are you doing at a nightclub dancing with girls? Well, that's Noah. Noah Acosta. Oh, I'm Nick yeah. Shulin. I'm Noah Acosta. Noah, Noah's, Noah's a veteran, too. Noah's no rookie to this outfit. He should know better than that. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't do that. Going to a what? club like that. Look, I, I, I got a book that I'm going to write before the the millennial book, and it's 
it's one of those things where I'm never going to write my book that I want. I want to die, Chad. I'm going to fucking die. I want to write this really cool, awesome comic book, but I can't find some goddamn comic artist. So I got to write these other books that are in more demand right now, rather than the, the Opus Magnum I want to write, which has nothing to do with politics, actually, by the way. Just be something fun I'd like to do. But apparently, I got to write a, a book on statistics to explain to you boys why you should not be fucking going to nightclubs buying girls. What is no one buying a girl? Who's buying girls drinks? Who does that anymore? Yeah, it's, he, I'm guessing he's younger. You know, maybe the younger, early mid twenties people are still but doing he, that. But he, Noah's been around for at least a year. Noah listens to this. Noah's on top of it. We recognize Noah Acosta. He's a, he's a regular contributor. We like him very much. It's like it's like everything we've said hasn't like permeated his brain. He just gave us money for shits and giggles, which is fine by me. But uh, I mean, I'd hope Noah would. What is Noah doing in a goddamn nightclub? Well, let's see if he's going to respond to us on that. I'd like to know too. Yeah, I want to know. Let's, let's go to some other super chats. Maybe Noah will respond down below. Okay, just real quick, uh, John Steele wants to know who he pissed off, but we'll we'll do. Oh, geez, let me count the people, John. <laughs> what are you shooting at Rich Cooper for? For God's sake, what are you, doing <laughs> you? What did anybody ever do to you? He's like on the perpetual war path. If there was nobody he could attack, he'd, I don't know, he'd cease to exist. I mean, he's like Schroeder's cat. Uh, those 21 people. Uh, I don't know. 21 convention. Uh, the, um, the, the, fuck those guys. That's... Um, all righty. So the next one is from Bacon. Bacon Maldito. Uh, what does he do? Does he, ever, does he ever work? I've looked at his, uh, his streams on Instagram before. It's good stuff. I know. He he gets some good looking gals. Yeah, really. Yeah, he does. And I'm gonna steal all them memes and all them girls. Uh yeah, he he does. And they're like natural, kind of like not to really get into this side of uh, uh this uh motif but or niche, uh, but it's the girl next door that ain't the girl next door, but it's kind of the girl next door. It's like, yeah. Well, every time I see it, like I'll get on Instagram on my phone, I'll be looking, I'll see these hot chicks. I'm like, whoa, are these friends of mine? Who is that? No, and then I, see it's, I see it's no. bacon. I it's see just it's bacon. bacon yeah. yeah, it's just bacon. Although Fuck he did have guy. Mary Jo on one of them. So it's like, <laughs> he I know stole that, that from me. Oh, he did? Yes. <laughs> Fucker. Mm. Uh, what does he got to say? Did he have anything to say? Uh, I don't see any. Oh yeah. He was, uh, for $5 and 56 cents said, cap, do you do Clary tests on here? Ahmed Khan wanted me to ask you about someone named Zolf Quarbuto, apparently a socialist. P.S. Good start hour. Have you ever heard of Zolf Quarbuto? No, that I would recognize that name, but, but the Clary, the Clary relationship test is like a 20 point checklist. Yeah. That you would normally like you're dating a girl or a guy and you say, Hey, Aaron, do the Clary relationship. I got the list. I got an Excel spreadsheet that calculates it out. There's a core score and there's an overall score. Core is more important than overall because nobody's perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, what was a med going to date this socialist right off the bat? Number one, she's a socialist. So that's a point against her. Wait, mm. well, how do you spell it? Let me look this girl up. Is she hot? It's uh, Z-U-L-F. Whoa, 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 whoa. Z-U-L-F. I-Q-A-R. I-Q-A-R. Well, she's not German or Irish, all right? And then the last name is B-H-U-T-T-O. Assuming this was spelled. Oh, here, it fills in. I'm going to do this, too. How would you pronounce? It's a guy. 
Zulfikar oh. Al Budo. Well, no, the Prime Minister of Pakistan. This is not. This is not a woman. This is no, no, a very. No, he, uh, he wanted you to do a Clary test. He, he was asking if you do oh, Clary test. On oh, here. I thought you wanted a, a Clary test request. Well, let's take a look at him. Uh, he's dead now. He died in 1979, probably before. Before when, I was uh, born. Wow. Yeah. Well, but also, um, I think he's probably Western. Uh, before Pakistan, when Muslim of Pakistan, also founder of People's Pakistan Party, California Berkeley, trained a barrister. So he had a Western education. Uh, he has quite the uh, entry here on Wikipedia. You know what? Send me a request because it's going to take me time. It, you're going to have to pay for it um, because this guy is not Mr. Fly-by-Night. looks like he's a very accomplished individual with uh, more than, you know, two or three. He, my, my Wikipedia entry, if it ever comes to be, will be a fraction of this guy's entry because uh, he looks like a very accomplished man. So just real quick for my birthday, not now, but for my birthday, I would like you to do a Clary test on me. <laughs> okay, I can do that. And I'm not sure how it's going to turn out because I got a lot of government. Work. Well, we could we could figure it out now. You came from wealth. Your parents had had uh, you 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 weren't brought up in it, but then you major in the right thing. You have real world work experience. You're currently working right now, so you get you get a a one, which is the what best about- you could you could score. Even though I worked for the government for so long, it doesn't hurt me. Oh, it doesn't hurt you. No. Oh, cool. You're self-employed. Well, look, okay. If you work for the government as a soldier or a military man or an agent or just, you know, you're a regular worker for the government, you're the janitor, that's real work. But if you're some fucking politically, like uh, your job is create, make work job. Oh, you're the social worker for diversity and inclusion, acceptance, diversity, reverse. Oh, go fuck yourself. That's not real work. That's just people bending over backwards to make sure women don't actually have to toil in the fields or work in a non-air conditioned office. That's, 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 you were, well, you were an agent, weren't you? Well, I wasn't like a IRS agent. I was just one of the guys that analyzes records, you know, people getting audited. Right, doing like accounting. That. It's like yeah. my buddy who who's a civil engineer at the Department of Transportation. Okay, it's government, but he's doing real fucking work. He's not the social worker like, oh my God, are you black? Here's money and hate the white people, including me. <laughs> but I say you should hate the white people, except for me. So and you should just, uh, we're buddies and friends, right? Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. No, that's not you. You actually had, you had to audit, right? You had to look at income yeah. statements. Yeah, okay, that's real yeah. work. Yeah, so. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, all righty. So Noah, we did Noah's, we did Bacon's. Uh, for $1.99, Dean Nip says, puppies and little kids are chick magnets. And he's right. I mean, Absolutely right. Yeah. I'm going to take the uh, – my sister and brother-in-law's, their dogs are here. I'm going to take them for a walk later. Can't wait to see who I'm going to meet. Yeah, but you're in <laughs> Portland. What are you going to meet? Some hairy armpitted chick? I know. I was – I mean, um, yeah. I was trying to be ironic even though – yeah. Out of curiosity, I've never been to Portland. I purposely avoided it. Because I didn't, I didn't want it. I didn't want to see it. I just didn't want to see it. Uh, I went and visited a buddy down in Salem. Uh, so I took one on one. I went to the uh, the coast and drove down and cut over. Um, are the women that hideous? I, I presume it's that it's that bad. I haven't really seen. Uh, we were out doing a bunch of stuff over the weekend. I don't recall seeing anybody that was like made me want to turn my neck or whatever. Uh, there's just not. Can you do me a favor? Sure. Okay. Next time you go out, because everybody is trained to look at the beautiful, 
okay? The ugly goes into the background. The, the hideous, the common goes into the background. Can you go, next time you go out to Portland or wherever, focus on everybody and then give me a, an assessment? Sure. Everybody. Okay. Like when we walk into Walmart, you know, like, you know, I was over at the, the post office today and there was a drop dead gorgeous blonde that walked by. I only remember the drop dead gorgeous blonde. I don't remember all the nobodies. I want to know about the nobodies. I want to know the bell distribution curve. I want your opinion. Look at everybody. The next time you go to Walmart, let me know what Portland really is like. Cause I have a feeling, I have a feeling it's going to be a 2.3. Uh, yeah. I've been here four days and I can't say I've seen anybody that really like knocked my socks off. Seriously. Okay. So, right. But I'll pay attention more for the rest. Yeah. Of my drop time the radar here. down. You, every, all guys radars are looking at like, you know, sixes and above. I need you to go drop it down to zero and tell me everything you see. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. Cool. All right. Let's see who's next. Um, Dean Nip again, $1.99. He says, super chads. Take that, uh, shake that CPA booty. <laughs> Well, that's why I'm here is because of the titties, you know, super yeah. chads. Yeah. Um, by the way, are you proud that the uh, world, the women's world cup, the USA won, and then they I made won't. it into political thing. Won't even, won't, won't lie to you, dude. I didn't know until yesterday that that was even going on. And the, uh, the purple haired gal, I don't know her name. And that's oh, why I yeah. tweeted out. I tweeted yeah. out. Now that and I didn't know it was I didn't know that America had made it into the championship and that we we're going against the Netherlands. The only reason I knew is because I took the girlfriend out to a date and that, that was on the screen at the bar we were at. Um <clears throat> and that's why I tweeted out. All right, you can all go back to not knowing who these people were. Yeah, we were out um doing a bunch of stuff Saturday night, and then my sister um was like, Oh, we gotta make sure we wake up on time for the women's world cup final because it was like an eight a.m. No, started no, eight a.m. here. No, eight a.m. No. I slept in. <laughs> Let's say it was the men's soccer. Uh I might have paid a little more attention to it. Just, no, you know why? Because no. none of them are gonna cure children's cancer and it doesn't fucking matter. That's I mean, at least they don't turn everything into a political thing or like a men's soccer, soccer doesn't. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the women's thing, like, uh, it, it was all rah, rah. I mean, Google, I go on Google and it's all fat, large women cartoons. And, he, and even then I didn't still connect it. I'm like, why is there a bunch of, but you kind of like, like the fat people, the ugly people in the background of Walmart or Portland, you don't pay attention to them. And maybe I should yeah. pay more attention to like what Google has up on its fucking image thing. Apparently there was a soccer match going on because <laughs> it was worldwide. I guess it was really important. And now name one person from the women's soccer team in the United States. Well, apparently I got on Twitter just to see what people thought about this. They were yeah. all making fun of the purple haired one. And they were like, what's a guy doing on the women's, you know, soccer team? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not besmirching the women's go win. A absolutely. Go do your thing. I, I, I hope you win. I, uh, um, I'm going to cheer for the Netherlands. Cause I looked at the two on the screen. I'm like, well, the Netherlands chicks are hotter, except they had a, they had a butch black chick that kind of ran out. And I was like, eh. but in the grand scheme of things, in the end, all that kicking of the poverty ball, women's poverty ball meant nothing. It meant not, you know, it meant something 
the guy who programmed that extra script of code that saved everybody another like 10,000 hours of their lives because he made it so you didn't have to click an extra button on a website. That That is more important than any sports ball, male or female. Uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't have cared less about the, the women's soccer thing. Well, I'm glad it's over. We won't have to hear about them again for another four years. So is it like the Olympics? Uh, kind of. It's like every four years they do this World Cup thing. And, you know, the women's, the teams, the, uh, other countries don't care about the women's teams. They're way more into like the men's soccer teams. So that's you mean, why. You mean, you mean all those diversity, wonderful brown and black people who are so much more uh, egalitarian and and uh, uh, philosophical than us? You're saying that they, are you saying the United Arab Emirates doesn't give a shit about the women's team? Really? I know who to thunk it. Huh. <laughs> you know the uh you ever pay to pay attention to women's basketball? Like the WNBA? Yeah, the WNBA. You ever pay attention to that? I saw it one time. It looked like unathletic people trying to play uh basketball. No, no, it's quite the opposite. I will give these women credit. They are very good uh at their game and their sport. They're very good professionals, but I did not know that for the longest time, I guess uh, our team is called the Lynx, the Minnesota Lynx, and not like L I N K S, like the the cat, you know, meow, L Y N X, Lynx. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, they've been champions for the longest time. <laughs> I <didn't> know. <laughs> yeah, I'm googling right now. I don't know if Chicago has a WNBA team. What it may or may not. My whole point is that. Uh, the the links in in the twin cities are either like content they always make the playoffs minimum so they're a very good franchise here in the twin cities but no one gives a shit and they've actually uh in the stadium they've lowered the the curtains so you don't see all the unfilled seats behind like the only film Oh, they do that? That's hilarious. Yeah, because no one knew. It's a sold-out crowd. And I think they section off all the other, like, yeah, it's sold out according to your affirmative action, lower pussy standards. Yeah, I mean, not women. I mean, that, like, pussy standards, like, in the traditional sense of pussy. I, I was like, uh, you know, as long as you're making money, I don't care. As long as you're not a, a, asking for a subsidy from the taxpayer. But, but it, they're it was, not. They're not making money, dude. They get subsidies. No, they get all this money from the NBA. You know, they yeah. make a lot of money. Right. The NBA subsidizes the WNBA to keep it afloat. I'm not why? sure why. They do. I don't know. I don't know. But I know they do that. It's like this dead branch. It's like this gallbladder you don't need no more. It, it, it's like a CSR department in a corporation. What the fuck are you doing? I mean, I, I don't know. If women can look, if you can go make the money and provide entertainment and women can play sports and have a good like you ever been to a roller derby? Oh, I've seen those. Those are <laughs> kind of fun, man. You know, like, all right, you there you go. I'll spot maybe I should, maybe asshole consulting should sponsor that. But um God almighty, after the WNBA is being subsidized and charity, it's like no one wants to see it, including women. And I don't and no one really cared about the female sports ball or poverty bowl today. Yeah, I it it was a failure 20 years ago and it's a failure today. I still don't know why they're, they're doing it, but whatever. Oh, okay. um, right. Let's get through them. Yes. Uh, Ray John, you remember Ray John? No, I never yeah. heard of that asshole before. Who, who the fuck is he? Probably some East Indian living in Canada. He sounds like a guy who'd be an East Indian living in Canada. That's the type of guy he sounds like. He likes to talk about butt sex a lot. Um, <laughs> 
Well, for $2 Canadian, he, he has a great question. How do I get the girl from Ipanema? We need to be tall and tan and young and lovely is just as much as she is. And uh, when she walks, she's like a samba. Didn't you say that was written after a real girl and that woman still exists today? Oh, I don't know if the woman still exists. Like, um, they did write it. It was based off of some some woman, but I don't know if she's still around today. Oh, you were telling me a story of some other gal that maybe it wasn't the girl from Impanema, but it was a it was a song was written about this woman, and now the woman is still alive today. And uh, as age would take its toll on every woman and a man as well, uh, it would be tragic to see what happened. Um, I don't know. How would you get the girl from Impanema? The girl from Impanema is like, I'm picturing Sophia Loren walking down the street circa 1955, right? Right, yeah. You're just not going to get her. Yeah, I'm reading this right now because now I want to know. Um, written in 1962, Okay, girl so, from Impanema. Right. Um, History. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, there it is. Elo Pinheiro, the woman who inspired the song in 2006. Okay, we got but, a name. All right, all right. Yeah, I'll post it in the chat so people can see this. Well, well tell us about her. I don't have it right here. What? What's her? Is she still alive? Did she pass away? What's her? She's name? alive. She was born in 1945. Oh, uh, oh July 7th. Yesterday was her birthday. That's cool. Oh, all right. What's uh? Hang on. Uh, spell her name for me. Uh, it's H E L. O I S A is her first name. Okay. And then Pinheiro, P I N H E I R O. So, whoa. She was back then. Yeah. She's from Brazil. 74 years old. Um, Yeah. Obviously, when she was younger, she was quite the catch. Even when she was a middle aged gal, she was quite the catch. Well, here we go. Heliosa Pinheiro. Born 1945, better known as Hilo Pinheiro, uh, Portuguese, is a Brazilian former model and businesswoman. Uh, age 17, Pinheiro became the source of inspiration of the song, The Girl from Impanema, when songwriters Antonio Carlos Jobim and Vinicius de Moraes saw her strolling on the beach in Impanema, her native background in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, Pinheiro became a Brazilian Playboy Playmate in 1987 and once again in 2003. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, now we, there we go. Now we're talking nice. Add Playboy to the search. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see it. I see oh, it. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's posing with some other gal. Um, how you doing? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised it was from 1962. I thought it was a lot earlier than that for some reason. Uh, it's about the time that really miles uh davis or not miles davis yeah miles davis miles davis I was thinking miles franklin this the silver coin dealer um oh safe search turn that off yeah <laughs> hang on really really google i gotta log in to turn hang on let's go bing uh what's her name again it's eliosa pinero eliosa pinero Spell that again for me. Uh, H-E-L-O-I-S-A. And then P-I-N. Yeah. There we go. All right. Now we'll go with Bing. Now we'll turn off that moderate search. 
and now we'll still get nothing. Dang it. Hmm. She's a good-looking gal. <clears throat> good-looking gal no matter what. Oh, yeah, look at her when she's, like, very young. She's very cute. Oh, look at that. How nice. <laughs> None of these are pornographic. They're just nice. They don't make them like that anymore, do they? They do. It's just that the women then choose to flood their bodies with fat and tattoos and piercings, and I don't need no man fish bicycle. Oh, so sad. It was funny. I was on uh, on the Facebook with a buddy who I cherish and love, and she posted an article that, yes, it's true. The average size of American women is now 14 and has been going up ever since. And I, and I responded to it. I said, well, then maybe women should set the fucking food down and lose some fucking weight. And the responses that came from the female peanut gallery was like, you're ignorant. You don't know nothing. That's sexist. And then I responded to each one. You're right. Women need to gain more weight. And you're right. It's ignorant to think that men want to sleep with skinny hot chicks. Women need to gain more weight. In this well, world. dude, you need to accept them for how they look and who they are. That's on you. Why are you so shallow? You know what's great? It'll never <laughs> happen. It's never going to happen. These women are waiting for the day. Like they actually think you can program men to go against their biology and their genetic training. And the best you come up with is these soy boys who are actually many times often like sexually confused. Now I'm a big guy. I'm a big proponent of like, yes, people are born gay. People are born bi. I, I do believe it's a genetic thing. But for every one of those guys, there's like three or four that were not raised right by their parents or the dad was gone. And now they're just flooding to it like, oh, maybe I am gay. It's like, dude, um, it's maybe you're just a fat, ugly piece of shit who could never get a girl. Maybe that's it. They had the pride parades uh, last weekend when I was in Chicago. Uh, no Good comment about those. Yeah, no, I, I'm all for it. Again. I am very pro-gamer. My best friend's gay. I, when I was younger, I was anti. Well, I wasn't really anti. I was just like, ah, you're gay. Whatever. Uh, but hanging out with my gay friends and, uh, you know, just being with it, it's like, oh, all right, go do your thing. Uh, but when it's like bow down and worship and suck the rainbow-colored dildo of the gay community, go fuck yourself. I'm not going to do that. Go be gay. I'm not going to bother you. You don't bother me. And apparently that's not enough for these people. I have the exact same outlook as you. My only slight thing is, uh, you know, I was walking past there and there are all these young toddlers there watching naked men with cowboy hats on. I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. But, it's No, uh, that's not right either. That's not yeah. right either. I don't, I don't like. That's my gripe, really. You, you, know? you want to talk about hypocrisy is you get these lesbian couples. Fine, go be lesbian. Do you want to adopt a kid? Fine, go adopt a kid. We're going to raise them lesbian. Excuse me. You're just violating what you claimed is that it's a ch it's not a choice you're born a certain way you're not raised a certain it's it's, it's nature not nurture and here they are we're going to raise you to be it's no different than these christian nut jobs we're going to raise you to be christian if you don't you'll go to hell you'll burn it's like uh that's kind of hypocritical yeah that's, that's and it's tyrannical a child or not that child's an individual the child should have the right to grow up as he or she wants let that person be, and for fuck's sake, let the kid be a goddamn kid. The what, the amazing Devin or the amazing Schroeder or whatever that kid's name is. Hmm. You ever hear of him? No, huh? I'm not sure. There's like this ten year old boy. He dresses in drag. Oh, I did see that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 
it's the the amazing Frank, whatever his name is, it's the amazing something. And it's like you've just deprived that kid of what is very likely the most important thing of his life, and that would be the childhood, the innocence that he could just, you know, go play with trucks and ride a bike and get lost in a neighborhood he's never been in. And for your own selfish purposes, because you want to get attention or garner attention because as a single mom, I know this may shock you, Chad. She was a single mom. That may shock you. I know. What? No, I know. I know it's impossible to imagine. Uh, But that kid is never going to grow up. Right. Whether he's gay or not, doesn't matter. It's it's that's a fucked up experience. Like you should not be introducing sexuality to a 10 year old child. Let him be fucking kids by 13, 14. Yes. Have the conversation. Oh, yo. Okay. 98% 98% of the people go this way. They're heterosexual, but there's a 2% chance that maybe that's not the way you go. And, and you have to be open to the statistical probability. That's so you have to be honest with yourself and let yourself know, but very likely, do you like that girl with the big boobs over there or the sprouting boobs? I don't know what 13 girls are going to get like proto boobs. You like that girl who has to wear a bra at the age of 13. Well, you're normal. You're a, you, you you like uh Bob at the at the uh you know at the gym in the locker room after you guys uh, ran track? Well, maybe you're maybe you're the other team, but uh, having a ten year old kid dress in drag to entertain and perform for gay people is uh, child abuse. It's yeah, just child abuse. That's what it is. Yeah. Any more super chats? Oh, we got a ton. Let's go through them because the GF is coming back. I hate it now. Oh my god. We're five minutes away from her goddamn place where she works. Oh, she comes back for lunch. Oh my god, I thought this would be such a and it is, but I, I, uh, I'll tell you a story. Let I want to tell you a story now. Uh, I'll love Bill Cosby. I'm like, I'm gonna go get coffee near her place of work. I'm gonna write a post which I wrote today, and I'm gonna go bring her food. I'll bring her food at her place. So I bring her food from the grocery store at her place where she works. She's like, well, why don't we go home and just eat it there? We have the utensils at that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. We should just go home and eat it there. That'd make a lot more sense. So I'm thinking like she'd eat and go. What does she do, Chad? What does she do? She luxuriates. Luxuriates? She luxuriates. Not knowing this is also my office. This back here is my office. Like I'm trying to get shit done. I have asshole consulting to do. I want to hit the gym. And she luxuriates. And she's walking around. And I'm like, ah, uh, you gonna go back to your office anytime soon, maybe, huh? And like for an <laughs> hour, for a torturing hour, like we eat the food. I'm like, okay, she's gonna leave now. Oh no, no, half an hour later. I'm like, oh my God, get the fuck out of my goddamn house. And, uh, <laughs> the joys of cohabitating well no it wasn't even co- it, it's it's fine it's nice i was just wasn't adapted i was thinking like well you'd probably leave and go back to work and then she also gets home when like an hour earlier because there's no commute so there's been many times where i'm in the middle of something and she walks through the door i was like what the fuck are you doing here you're not supposed to be here till six like oh shit <laughs> right you don't have a commute no more like fuck now we have to spend quality time together Oh, how terrible. I know, uh, I know. It's just, but it, it's throwing me off. Like, who the fuck are you and why are you here? Get the fuck out of here. Um. So before we go on, John Steele wanted to know if he could come on so you could do the Clary test on him. On John? Yeah. 
I guarantee you he's got a perfect score. He scores zero. Perfect score. Want to have a drink with him? He should run for public office. Needs to control his anger. That'd be about all I can say. But what? <clears throat> what don't we know about John? He he didn't grow up in pot uh, in wealth. That's for sure. He didn't know his dad. Ma worked over in New York. He's worked real jobs. Got fucked up. Works a current real job. Didn't major in stupid shit. Smart enough not to go to college. I mean, what what else is there to say? He got a perfect score. I can tell you that right now with John. Okay. Well, we'll see if he has any uh, other thoughts in the chat. I, I don't want to have him on because we got to get through the super chats. The GF is going to be coming home soon. Yada, 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 and I got to work out and all that other jazz. So let's, uh, let's go through the super chats. All right. Um, hi, Alpha for $2. Can you retire with $10.4 million in liquid assets at 40? I'd say yes. Yeah. What kind of qu- Dude, you can retire with 500000 in liquid assets at 40 if you do it right. You don't need 10.5. Well, how much? You said 10.4 million in liquid assets. What's the 10.4? Why not just say 10? <laughs> I he must 10, work in yeah, finance. No, no absolutely not 10. 10.4 all the way, man. <laughs> if I had that much, I would retire. Dude, if I had 10.5 million, you guys would never see me again. I'd just be gone. I'd just be gone. I'd actually have my comic book that I want to write. I'd actually have the money to go pay an artist to go like draw it and I'd have a comic book out. That's what I'd have. Would it be called Captain Capitalism? No, it's not going to. It's, it's just going to be a guy's name. It'll be like Frank Johnson, but that's not the name. I got the name already. I got everything. I got everything except the artist. Except the artist. Mm. And uh, think uh, Bloom County, but with a really dark, nihilistic spin. Oh, I like the dark part. Yeah. Um, okay. Ah, good old Atham. Ah, where geez. For $5.11, he says, invite Rob and Chad to older brother at the same time. So instead of the three musketeers, it is the three chaparritos. You know what? He's picking on us because we're short. Is and, Rob uh, the guy you did your last? Yeah, time? Rob. Rob's like 4'11". Rob's a real short guy. Maybe 5'4". Never mind. I got that wrong. He's 5'4". He's a real short guy. Um, And since we're all short guys, we could have El Chaparritos. El Chaparritos. There's a movie out called El Campaneros. I think it means The Companions. And it's got a great theme song. Hang on. Let me see if I can find it. El Campaneros. Chaparrito. El Campaneros. And it, I think it had... Uh, who was it? Who was in um start Billy Crystal and they're all acting like cowboys? What was the name of that? Oh, City Slickers. City Slickers. Um it it a Jack Blank, Jack 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 Palance. Jack Palance. I think it stars Jack Palance. Here's the the theme. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Turn it up. Of course I get a commercial. Can't hear anything. Oh. Can you hear that? Nothing. Oh, never mind. <clears throat> Ennio Maricone was uh, not surprisingly the director of that song. I gotta watch the movie. Campaneros. Yeah, Frank ne- Franco Nero. Thomas Milan and Jack Palance. Franco Nero. He was uh, the villain in Die Hard Two. 
He was also the villain in um, Guns from uh, Force Ten from Navarone. Die Hard Two. He was the villain. Yeah, he he played the general. Franco Nero's kind of a, a I wouldn't say necessarily a character actor, a little bit more than that, but um, <clears throat> he. Oh, uh, okay. The ge- the gotcha. General Esperanza. Where is General Colonel Stewart? Yeah, he. Uh, I think he's a Spaniard. Uh, but he he'll pop up more commonly in American film than you think. Uh, but he was he obviously a lot younger. And yeah, Jack Palance was in this as well. So right. Um, and this was uh, probably one of the later spaghetti westerns. So maybe I will uh, go tune into it, check it out. Jack Palance. I'm just checking to see if he's still alive. He should be. No, he died in 2006. No, really? Oh, he was born in 1919. So. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, uh, Jack Palance was kind of one of those guys, you, you know. Did he do push-ups at the... He did, yeah. Yeah, at yeah. Oscars, maybe? Or- <laughs> the Oscars, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right what else we got all right well ray john will send us another five dollars canadian to mention that cops in canada make sixty thousand dollars a year after training and reach a hundred thousand dollars a year in three years or earlier they have engineer level salaries up here yeah do it man because john was also thinking about joining the uk military but he needed a sponsor over in the uk but if they're going to pay you that much to just go look at some buffalo and caribou uh, and make sure the Americans don't invade, which we won't, because if we will, you're not going to stop us. Uh, yeah, go become a Border Patrol agent. That sounds fine. Yeah, I, I agree if he's still trying to decide between the two. Yeah. Um, okay, who's next? Do-do-do. At them again. Uh, for two dollars, mm-hmm. Rolo Tomasi is a real hero in the Manosphere. I don't think John Steele would agree. But... Well, John Steele's wrong, <laughs> and we can laugh, but he's wrong. Uh, and, and yes, Rolo Tomasi is a real man, uh, hero in the Manosphere. I love how you know what it's like. Everyone criticizing Rolo, and this is not to besmirch John. I love John like a brother who needs a you know needs a. a altitude or correction check it, it, people going up like even Rolo's just like can't believe people are cut i'm like Rolo, you're the fucking uss ronald reagan and these goddamn somalis with their fucking raft canoes and their spears are coming up and trying to board you what the fuck do you care you know like like relax man you have your reputation you don't have to worry about it i never forgave him for that time that you did that stream with him and i was there and i was just sitting there like uh <laughs> Rolo, yeah, Rolo can go on a bit. He and can, I'm just teasing. I don't mind Rolo. No, no, he, he can he can go on a bit, but he's got a lot to say. Uh, but it makes our job easier. You know, like, and Rolo, everybody, I'm going to go to the bathroom. See you, bye. <laughs> um, for $1.99, let me field this one. Nick Shulaner wants to know, which is worse, nightclubs or Tinder? The answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you should be doing neither. What's worse, herpes or gonorrhea? It's like the uh, AIDS or cancer. Pick your poison. Yeah, I, 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 a bullet in the heart, bullet in the brain. What do you want? I, I, no. Live in Portland, live in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no. Um, all right. Oh, a fire and sword. This is $10 and it has an A in front of it. So I think it's Australian 
ten dollars. Um, is it AU a- or something like that? It just says A and then dollar sign. Probably Australian. Yeah, Australia. Uh, of fire and sword. Returning customer here. A question for both of you. I'm beginning an internship in an accounting firm with at least a two to one ratio of females to males. How do I avoid getting falsely accused of rape? Uh, don't shit where you eat and it should be fine. Yeah. No, you really play your card straight. Again, I will bring up this book because he's a sponsor. The Pence Principle. Read through this for the, I don't know, $9.95, whatever he charges. Uh, go get that book and read it. He goes through like, he builds the case like, oh shit, yeah, this is a real threat. And by real threat, even if one in 10, it's like, yeah, it's still a real threat because it could destroy your life. You work really hard for your accounting degree. All right. Uh, but then the next half is like, how do you prevent against that? So it goes through all these different actions you get. But um, yeah, don't shit where you eat. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Leave doors open. Don't try to be funny ever. Don't try to be fun. No, you go to work to get your paycheck. And then the other thing is like, if there's any... Oh, you and Amy should travel together. Nope. Mm-mm. No. You go right to your boss. I don't feel comfortable traveling with Amy. Be perfectly honest. Says the great thing about this, all this me tooism and oh, it's the fake rape back. It go the door goes the same way because they can never claim to be, oh, we're we're only heterosexually on this issue. They have to be both ways. You say, I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable traveling with Amy. And you record every motherfucking thing everything so yeah. i yeah you're, you're just there to make your money it is only business i had a buddy who um what was it did he have tickets or he had free burritos he had like this cute he had free something and he says hey do you guys want this because i can't use it and the gal filed a complaint like unless you absolutely have to talk to the girl for business purposes, don't like, Oh, I got, I, I, you could say, Hey, there's a hundred dollar bill. I can't use. Would you like, you don't No. The answer is no. You just burn the hundred dollar bill. You only deal with people at work for work purposes, period. That's it. And, and also doubly so because this is an internship. So you got to set yourself up really well to get a good reference, either to get a job there or somewhere else. So just mm-hmm. work. Yep. Um, Okay. Bacon Maldito for $2.23 says it was just a standard Clary test for that one. I think he's talking about a while back when we were doing the Clary test on that Pakistani guy. Yeah, have him send it to me. Uh, okay. I don't work yes. for free, guys. I don't work for free. I don't have the time. It's not that I'm being a dick. I am a dick. Trust you, me. I am a dick. But on top of it, I don't have the time. That's why we're doing the older brother podcast now is because Chad don't have the time tomorrow. And then I'll have the time to go do some asshole consulting. But we, there's no time. There's just no freaking time. Okay. I'll be dead. Then I'll have all the time in the world to like, not think about myself. Cause I won't be there to think they won't even have a brain no more. And then our, our problems will be over. Uh, will all be over. Once the great Clary passes away, all problems will be solved. Uh, well, John Steele did leave a $2 super chat for the Clary test on him. Uh, was there anything you wanted to add to it? No, I, he's one of the most upstanding guys. He's got anger issues like me, which is why I understand. Um, but that has nothing to do with the Clary test. He supported himself. If his parents passed away at the age of 18, he'd still be where he is now. Um, 
he's lived the real life. I mean, there's there's nothing else to say about John except he's he he perhaps is too upstanding, too uh his life was too pressured. Cause dude, I mean as much as I criticize John about picking on people that don't need to be picked on, he has anger issues. I got anger issues too. The num I don't talk about them here because they're not relevant, but the number of instances that I should have either landed in jail, gotten punched in the face, although I would have punched him back, and unnecessarily ripped people a new one, I can't count. Uh anger's a real issue. Uh, but yeah, that doesn't have an effect on his on his uh clarity. He, he he scores a perfect score. He's up there with mafioso dealers and everything else. He's great. He also wanted me to mention that Rolo has been ripping off Hartiste for years. Do you know Hartiste? That Chateau Hartiste? I don't think Rolo's been ripping off Chateau Hartiste for years. No. Roycey, I think is his name. Yeah. Roycey, yeah. yeah, but Roycey sold it and blah, blah, blah. And it's not the same thing. And he's wrong. So I know it's going to get him pissed off, but he's, he's, he's assessed <laughs> it wrongly. He, he misdiagnosed that. Yes. Uh, and John says, uh, was I wrong that I banged a female cop in the bathroom when I interned at the New York City nope. DOI when I was in college? Nope, because that was back in the days you could get away with that. That's wonderful. Yeah, sounds fun. Um, <laughs> all right, we ready for the next one? Yep, bang them out. All right. <laughs> Ahmed Khan for $1.99 says, can I get on <laughs> the live No, stream? you can't get on. Jesus. <laughs> you can get on, but we got to schedule it, which means it's going to be a long time. Just relax. Is, is it Ahmad, Ahmed from, uh, he wants to be on the Seattle one, right? With, with Nick and Bacon and all those guys. Yeah, I think he might have sent me an Instagram <laughs> DM asking the same thing a while back. So it's not Wait, up for me. Here's the other thing, Ahmed. Do you bring something to the fucking table? Uh, we'll see what he says. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, I mean, look, here's what everybody doesn't understand. They think I wake up at noon, I go have my daily martini, uh, <laughs> I get a job from the girlfriend at 11 30 when she stops on by. It's not like that. It's not. It's like you get up, I got to answer asshole consulting. I got to do all this fucking, I got, I got letters in the mail from the IRS chat. We could talk about that later. Actually, Those we don't fun. have to because it's just, oh, we noticed you changed your, your address. That was all it is. I mean, there's there's all this shit that adds up, and it's not like I would love nothing more than have Nick on, Charlie on, Ahmed on, Bacon on. I love it. There's not enough time because after this, I got to go work out. Then I got to go do writing, and I wrote a piece today. And then there's I got to deal with the house being built. But there, there will come a time when my house is done being built. That okay, and then I'll free up some time. But right now, Ahmed, just wait, man. You'll come on. You will. Yeah. There. All good. Right. All right. You like right. Ahmed. I like Ahmed. It's not. It's nothing personal. It's just not. There's no time. We're doing. We're banging this out because you can't do it tomorrow, right? Well, no, I, I could actually do it tomorrow. I just knew that today, for sure, nobody would be home. Right, so no, that's quiet. the time to do it. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, so we'll, we'll worry about, yeah. So it's it's time, man. It's You want to get to the point where your time is in finite supply and you got to turn people down. Not because you're an arrogant prick, but because your time is that engaged and invested and occupied. So when Ahmed keeps saying, hey, what's going on? What's going on? It's like, obviously, Ahmed has excess time now every young 20 something guy does have that because they're not in that engaged they haven't networked in they haven't established themselves as professional but mark my words man the day's gonna come there's gonna be some 25 year old kid named 
Julio, who wants nothing more than to hang out with Ahmed. And Ahmed's going to be like, fuck, they got this engineering project. I got to program this shit. Da, da, da. The wife wants to have sex. Da, da, da. And then Ahmed's going to have to turn Julio down. And Julio's going to take it personally. Ahmed's going to be like, oh, this is what Cleary was talking about. Well, yeah, I, I would say just uh, do it in advance sometime. And then uh, we should that. have what we should do is one of these days I'll schedule the free for all and we'll have everybody come on. We'll all do the thing. And then Ahmed will be like, hey, what's up? What do you got to say, Ahmed? Uh, hi. And then I'm like, all right, thanks, Ahmed. And then he'll be on the show. Just be you like, we should hang out soon. Material. Better have some fucking material. That's all I got to tell Ahmed. He better be have some fucking material when he comes on. That's all. He says he's STEM minority and college aged. Well, hmm. That doesn't make him special. I was going to say, I don't know if that's really uh, bringing a really? lot There's not a lot of white people majoring in STEM. You're kidding me, right, Ahmed? Huh? Look <laughs> around. How many white chicks are there? You tell me how much white pussy and tail is there, Ahmed. <laughs> I'm busting his balls because I like him, but, it, you know. It, it... All right, what else? Bacon for $2.23. Oh. Says, speaking of pride, look up prep. Pill cost the gaze. Uh, okay, I'll do that later. Not now. What else? Okay. Andrea Cruz. She's gone. She's been on here before. Uh, for five dollars, she asks, "What are some good trades for women that require little education?" Depends what it, you mean by trade, right? Oh, trades that require. Ah, uh, there's like. Well, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with women. It's the same thing for men. It's not, oh, well, you're a woman. Well, you can't become a mechanic. I mean, um, <clears throat> dental hygienist, those are kind of like, you know, the onesie, twosie year programs. Um, what else? Uh, like nursing requires a lot of uh, education. Nursing requires uh, a four-year, yeah. Otherwise, you're just wiping people's asses uh, with a two-year, and, and it sounds real catty. Yeah. Uh, ASE, certified mechanic. That's another one that's a two-year deal. Um, sure. <clears throat> computer, or not computer. Uh, oh, fuck. It's so common. I'm sick and tired of repeating it. Uh, computer programming certification. Computer right. science? or Not computer science. That's a, Then you're going off to a four-year degree. Um, but yeah, that dental hygienist thing. There's another one. Oh, uh, like X, not X-ray operator. X-ray technician. There's some of these medical, there's more than one. There's some of these medical things where it's like, oh, you take a one or two year certification thing and now you're making your 50 or $60,000 a year operating the x-ray. Um, I know x-ray technician is one thing, but there's others out there like that where you go, look it up. I'm sure if you search, you know, two year degrees that pay a lot, uh, you'll, you'll find it and it will... Uh, You'll, you'll be able to do just fine with that. But that's the, but it has nothing. Don't, don't, oh, I have boobs. Well, fuck, doesn't matter. It's what's in demand in the market. I mean, I was going to say camera girl, but I, no, camera girl's right. another thing, sweetheart. I'm not going to lie. Nope. Chad's apps. Well, we're going to talk about it here in a little bit. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, if you're good looking, sell your looks on the internet. Men are stupid. They'll pay. They really will. I've seen yeah. the, what they make. Yeah. That's actually it as far as super chats. Um, shall we go to your industry? Speaking of girls that can make a lot of money on their sure, looks. Sure, if you have something. This is all over. Um, 
and my initial response was ugh, but now I'm like, you go girl. Uh, an Instagram star put her own bath water up for sale for $30 a bottle and it sold out in three days. Oh, I saw that. Oh my God. Um, it's a, her name is Belle Delphine or Delphini. I think she's Asian, but maybe that's just how she did her makeup. Uh, she's got pink hair, and for once, she did it right. It wasn't like this gray tainted blue. Like she did her hair pink. Like I'm like, okay, that's pink hair, and she's cuter than hell. Uh, she looks like an <laughs> anime character. Kind of. Well, that's that's the thing. She's got like she's a gamer girl. It says game over on her shirt. She's in uh, a tub here. I don't know what article you're looking at, and all she did is right here. She just scooped up some bath water, sold it in fucking 30 days. Uh, Belle Daphne, a not safe for work Instagram cosplay star, told her 3.9 million followers, 3.9 million, that she would sell them her bath water. The battles were going for $30 each on our online store. They sold out within three days. Though the idea met a fair amount of revulsion online. Should not, it should not. No, absolutely. You should all be cheering her on. Others praise her hustle saying idiots will buy anything. Absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. Here's the actual article. Uh, Bill Define, Define recently gave her 3.9 million Instagram followers the chance to buy her bathwater for $30 a bottle. She posted two photos on Monday and said she was selling it to any thirsty gamer boy. She's, she's even calling them thirsty, Chad. Man, she really knows what she's doing. <laughs> she knows her market. She knows what she's doing, and she knows what they'll tolerate. And it's just so sad that you guys will sit there and tolerate being called thirsty. Like, you have no shame. You're like, yep, I'm thirsty. Here's my $30. What do you do with bath water? And what do you do? You smell it? You shave it? What do you do with it? Well, apparently, there was some kind of video of her um, collecting it, something like that. Okay, all right. I'm a thirsty beta boy. I like Delphine. I pay my 30 bucks. What do I do with this water when it comes into the mail? Do I just save it? We Remember when we did that thing with uh, uh, Skinny Gal, Chicago? My age, uh, old. Was she Anne a... Oh, and yeah. We're, we're talking about like we found out that, that women can sell their used panties online for ungodly sums. Yeah, that's right. She actually made money doing that. You know, we we criticize women all day, but you guys are providing the market for this for fucking goddamn sake. For every true red pill alpha, there's got to be at least a thousand of these fucking pussies out there that are going to buy goddamn... Well, 3.9 million followers, I guess so. Hmm. I'm not going to hate on her. No, I can't hate I, I can't hate on her either. I mean, it, it's it's just bath water it, it, this is more of a criticism and a testament to the men the state of men today uh the 19 year old cosplay star has been famous for her not safe for work content where she wears very little very little clothing and makes a a hate a hagio fate oh god i got a h e g a o hang on what a hagio expressions what is a hagio Ahegyo. Uh, Ahegyo is a term of Japanese pornography describing a facial expression, expression of fictional characters during sex, often used in pornographic video games, manga, and pornographic anime. 
I guess it just means sexual facial expressions. That's what she's known for, Chad. Ladies, you don't have to go to college, okay? All you have to learn is how to do a a hagio, a hag, a hagow, a hagow facial expressions. That's all you have to do. Stay in a fucking shape, make a hagow expressions, and sell your bathwater online for thirty dollars a thing. I mean, how much more fucking empirical evidence and proof do you girls need to realize where the real fucking money is? Now, if men are this stupid, you should absolutely take advantage of them. Instead of majoring in this fucking sociology, English teaching bullshit, holy shit, just seriously, just go online and do this. I'd go on. If I could make a hago expressions and people would pay me $30 for my bathwater, well, I might actually start taking baths too, so there'd be bathwater to take. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. $30 for my bathwater. Here you go. And you girls think you're fucking money makers. Yeah, I'm going to go major in education and philosophy. I'm going to help your children and save the world. Yeah, I just don't get it, man. I, I don't. In June, she made headlines when she told her followers she would make an account on Pornhub if her photo received 1 million likes. But instead of anything sexual, she posted bizarre videos of herself stroking stuffed toy cockerels and eating a picture of PewDiePie. I don't even. Uh, I don't know either. <laughs> bottles of gamer girl bath water came with the disclaimer: "This water is not for drinking. It should only be used for sentimental purposes." She advertised. How much you want to bet she's got a smart financial mind, either herself or somebody else behind her? I think she's probably married and does this, you know, out of her husband or boyfriend's uh, pushing. Wouldn't that be hilarious? She's like the most conservative traditional housewife ever. <laughs> Some of my clients are like this. She advertised her product by posting videos on Instagram of her playing in the bath and pouring water all over herself. It must have worked because the bottle sold out within three days. She said on Twitter that she didn't expect to sell out or have this many baths either. For anybody waiting on one, don't be worried if they're a little late. I'm working on getting them as fast as I can, she wrote. What does she do? She just like jumps in it. But She could just dip her toe in a bath of water and like start packing it. Well, some people were clearly into the idea. Others said that anyone who bought bathwater for $30 was sad and pathetic. They're 100% correct. Can we all just be civilized and please not buy this one person wrote on Instagram? No, it, you don't make that decision, child. It's up to the free market. If a guy wants to pay $30 for Chicky Babe's bathwater here. Others complimented Delphine for her hustle. I have a ton of respect for this girl. One person wrote on Twitter, she makes money with idiots. Best way to make money. Take it from stupid people. Make them spend all their money on this nonsense, please. Yeah, it's just like the Democrat Party getting blacks and minorities to fight for, vote for them. Am I right? Am I right, huh, guys? Huh? How's the ghetto? How's the barrio? Is it treating you right? All those Democrat policies? <laughs> I just wonder how she came up with the $30 um, price. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, interesting, $30. There's a lot more that goes into that because I saw my... um mp3s like the backlog the archive of my podcasts on a thumb drive and there's way more logistics and costs that go into it than you'd think because you got to pay for the thumb drive you got to download it and you got to go and you got to mail it uh on delphi's latest instagram story she showed fans the dozens of boxes of bath water bottles she had to send with the caption help me help me help you So there we go. I just wanted to read that. Um, 
that's it on my end. I gotta, I can, I can get going now. Are we, we got any more super chats or anything like that? Got a few more here. Let's go, um, we'll, we'll call it a day. Cause you gotta go. I gotta go. <clears throat> we'll have the Clary podcast on Friday. This will be quote unquote a short one. Okay. Um, well, Andrea Cruz sent another $5, but she doesn't have a message. I feel like that might've been an accident cause we already read hers, but, um, I'll see if anything else comes up. All right. Uh, Ray John for another $5 Canadian says, I have a UK sponsor. The recruiter oh. said I can become the Queen's horseman, infantry soldier, Queen's guardsman, or a tank crewman. I'd still stay in Canada, I think. I don't know. Tank's pretty cool. You could be a tank crewman. That's pretty neat, huh? Tank crewman. Yeah, it does say that. Um, horseman or tankman? Put me on a tank. I don't want to be on a horse. What do horses do? It'd, it'd just be ceremonial shit. <laughs> yeah, not like there'd be in any danger. Uh, Bacon Maldito for $5.56 says, did the bathwater article last night on my show, what do you think the overhead versus profit was? Take the stupid people's money. Hashtag laughter at the humanity. I yeah, bet I don't you, know how, cost, I, I'm going to bet the costs are $10. With shipping overseas, especially like there's one thing, like if you ship it next door, that's one thing. But if you ship it into another country, it adds cost a lot. Water, it's liquid. So that's not, I mean, there's like I said, $30 may not be enough. Hmm. That's and then she's right. got to like, put up, put, she's got to go buy the, the vials. She's got to go get all that shit. I, it, it's labor intensive. Now you're in production. Now you're producing physical shit. She she should have just said, you know what? When you here's here's what she should have done. If if I were to be an economist and advisor, she was higher asshole consulting. She says, I'll do a porn video when I get five million dollars in my GoFundMe account. Because if men are willing to spend thirty dollars for a fucking bottled water, which there's all this production value, like you get a cost with. If she just did a video which takes nothing except her getting fucked, uh, that's what I would have done. Say five million dollars, and then you know I'll go have I'll do a sex video. She would have made her money. She it would have been immediately distributable over the internet. She wouldn't have had dicked around with postal costs or anything like that or physical product. And then she could have retired. She could have just disappeared and made her money and thrown it into an average returning mutual fund and be set for the rest of her life. Kind of feel like she can do that now. Um, she probably still do it now, but yeah, that's why yeah. I don't like. I don't like, you know, people like, hey, can you send me a signed autograph book? It's like, yeah, it's going to cost you like $60 because I got to order it. It's got to be delivered. Then I got to sign it. Then I got to deliver it again. And I'm maybe making 20 bucks off of it when it's all said and done. Yeah. I remember that used to be a thing. You would send those thumb drives to people. Yeah, I would. yeah I'll still do it. I mean, if you want the old archives, you know, <clears throat> the, the old episodes, I'll do it. You get a free thumb drive out of it. Maybe I'll yeah. throw a picture of Mary Joe on it. I don't know. Sold. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck what he says. Hey, here's three pictures of Mary Joe with cleavage. All right, that way. <laughs> All right, what else? That's actually it as far as super chats. I don't think I see anything else. Let me see if there's any asshole consulting to do. <clears throat> yeah, any one... accounting questions lately or no, no, just just Kindle fucking saying, Oh, there's like some quality issues with your book. Oh, by the way, everybody, if you would kindly go write reviews for my books, if you bought them, if you haven't bought them, please go buy them. They're very good books. You can just find them on amazon.com. 
but then also I got a bunch of SJW Nazis uh, writing fake one-star reviews on my book. So if you would kindly go write five-star reviews to counter them, I'd really appreciate it very much. Because I used to try to go the route of like, hey, these are fake reviews, and Amazon like gets back to you at a snail's pace. So it's like, you know what? It's just going to be more effective to have my army of loyal lieutenants and economists and, and agents in the field Please go write a review. It's just going to be more efficient that way. It'll take a huge burden off my shoulder. Uh, and then I can work on other shit. Um, let me see <clears throat> what this guy has. Do you want a video? Video response. All right, let's do this. You ready? Uh, yeah, and I, I know you're not going to send it to me, so I'll do it on my feet. Have to, we're going to have to do this. Let me get this. All right. Uh, please keep me anonymous. Long story is that my wife cheated on me with a coworker. I'm going through the divorce Ooh. process and should be done within a week. I suspect that she has been cheating on me for the last year or so, but she says it has only been a few months. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, oh, I, I got herpes infected a year ago versus three months ago. You got herpes. I pretty much caught her at a hotel. She was supposed to be at work. I am so angry being that we have two kids together and will not be able to spend as much time with them. She's going to get about $150,000 for me total in the divorce without child support and joint custody. This is a small fraction of my net worth that is tied to a family business. The house and the family business and everything else is in my dad's name, thank God. Dude, he dodged a freaking bullet. He dodged a bullet. Some good planning. Good. Dude, you talk to any guy who's divorced right now, he's like saying, dude, you won. You freaking won. My question is, how do I get back at her? She works for a big company, I sh and should I tell her boss, coworkers, and family what a whore she is? I don't want to get fucked legally. I don't know who the guy is, and supposedly he is separated by him, guest married. I kind of want to get back at him also. If I find out who he is, how can I get back at him without getting fucked legally? At this point, I have nothing to lose. <clears throat> I would love to give me a little payback. Please help, asshole, and we'll keep them anonymous. And I asked him a question. I said, okay, well, what's her professional background? Does she have money, student loans? What's her family? Like, I want to know a little bit more about her. She works as a, a moderately paid person, actually quite well-paid person. Um, she can make six figures within five years. She doesn't have much money and has what we earn together. He'll be giving her the 150000 Everything else I have is under the family business, under his small net worth, and she will not hit me for child support. The lawyer said I should take the deal, being she has not contested divorce and because of my net worth. She has no student loans. Her family is conservative uh, from a foreign country, although she is not, I, I presume. And she said they would hate her if they found out. She has to promise me not to tell her parents and offered me friends with benefits after the divorce. If her parents didn't find out, let me know. Oh, that throws a curveball in there. Chad, <clears throat> what do you recommend? I mean, I kind of disagree with the whole premise of this thing. You're out of the marriage. Why are you wasting energy trying to plot like getting even and getting back? I, I don't know if I'd even try. Yeah. I think it's kind of a waste of time. The problem is with getting revenge, to get true revenge, you have to break the law. And that then ruins your current situation, which at the moment right now seems bad. Like, I totally understand being a guy, bitch lied to you, the guy cheated, you know, screwed your girl, blah, blah, blah. But in the long term, you got to think long game here, long term game. 
Be happy this bitch is gone. She cheated on you. Be done. Be divorced with her. It's not going to cost you that much. It's done and over. Now, here's where we can't give you advice uh, with the legal and the lawyer thing. Obviously, you have to talk to your lawyer. I mean, I'm no lawyer, but looking at this, if you can walk away with 150K just paying her off and you still get custody of the kids and blah, 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 and you're not going to get hit with child support, that, based on what I've seen other divorces look like, that is a deal, man. It's a deal. What you need to do, and this is truly masculine, what you need to do is you need to not let your rage and anger, which is 100% verified and legitimized, don't let it piss you off. Don't let it control your decisions now. And don't make any stupid decisions. All right? And the reason I asked about her is, okay, she makes pretty good money, this and that, that and this. But these type of people end up punishing themselves, right? She is. She ruined your family. She also ruined her family. When the kids grow up, they're going to find out that, oh, mom was a cheating whore, all right? Uh, she destroyed a nuclear family because whatever hypergamy, the other guy, whatever, bigger dick, uh, more money, maybe he just said, maybe he was a salsa dance instructor like me. Who knows? Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. She, she torpedoed her own ship. She didn't appreciate the family. She didn't appreciate you. She didn't appreciate her children. And there's really nothing more you can do to harm her than that. And this is like a slow cooking revenge that you don't have to lift a finger about. Um, it's kind of like the, the the bullies that beat you up as you're a little kid. I don't know if you were a little kid back in middle school or whatever. But I remember this one guy. He was bigger and stronger than all of us. He'd torture all the little kids because they're pussies. And the guy ended up getting killed, I think, at a bar. Either someone shot him, he picked on the wrong guy. You couldn't find out why this guy died. Uh, but he died at the age of 19. It's a slow burn. That's a quick burn. Slow burn, slow cook. This ex of yours, she's going to run off with this guy. This guy already has a wife or is engaged or whatever, as you surmise. That's not a good situation. That's not a good relationship. That will fail. She will then go and continue on to find failed relationship after failed relationship after failed relationship. Her children will talk to you or talk to her. That's probably going to be the biggest cost to her. And and you don't have to do anything to get your revenge. You just need to be patient. If you try to get revenge, that the only thing to that, it's a complete downside. There's only a downside risk. You're going to try something and you're going to get in trouble like legally, which she could sue you for, I don't know what, harassment or uh, what, what? I don't know. I'm no lawyer, so I wouldn't know. But worse, you go after this guy and you want to beat the shit out of him. What? Because the guy wanted to dick your wife? A guy wanted to dick a girl? Well, that's guys. I mean, almost the bro code comes in there. I would be more pissed off at your wife. Look, every guy's going to hit on your wife if she's hot. Whether she lets that happen or not is up to her, okay? Not to forgive guys about everything, but guys kind of operate from that premise. That's their standard operating procedure. It's the nature. Your wife let it happen. Don't hate the guy. If anything, maybe thank the guy. Say, like, thanks for letting me know my wife was a whore. <laughs> I just wanted to. And then let your life let your wife go. Let life punish her. Right. So do not risk yourself legal consequences and going to jail and beating them up or or uh, 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 what would be defamation. I guess if you went to her employer and said, "No, no, 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 don't don't do that. Let that happen. Just just let her be. Just be thankful you got rid of her and got her out of your life. 
Okay. And you got your kids, you got your kids and there's no child support. What's interesting is how she's like, wants to be friends with benefits. This is the curveball uh, that I don't get. I mean, Chad, how would you handle this? I, I got my opinion, but I, I mean, I'm kind of curious what you're thinking. I don't think I would do something like that. Like when you've got the courts involved and, you know, uh, money involved. I think I would just rip the Band-Aid off entirely. I know she's the mother of your kids, so there has to be some coordination. But I think that's a bad idea, at least right now when it's fresh. Yeah. I mean, do everything your lawyer says, uh, because that person obviously knows law better than we do. But this is kind of interesting. Her family is conservative from a foreign country. And she said they would hate her if they found out. She asked me to promise not to tell her parents and offered me friends with benefits after the divorce if her parents didn't find out. Fuck that shit. You don't want to have anything to do with this. Here's what I think. Maybe if you could get your revenge, because you're just simply being honest, is like that you file for divorce. The divorce goes through. There's going to be inevitably a family member from this, uh, from her family side that comes over and says, what happened? You say, well, she was sucking some other guy's dick and I divorced her. I, I don't think you owe her anything legally. And she says, ask me not to promise to tell her parents and offered me friends with benefits. That's just fucked up. Yeah, I mean, you don't want that. Party. She's like, well, I'm going to sleep with another guy. And even though we're going to get divorced, I'll still be your whore. I mean, what what is wrong with this gal? Um, you know, again, no lawyer solve the divorce first, take care of that all, make sure everything's legal, height, uh, tidy, whitey, taken care of. And then I, uh, again, no lawyer, but if all of a sudden somebody asks you, I'm like, yeah, she cheated on me. She's a cheating whore. <laughs> and, then <you> <laughs> go away. and then her family will beat the fucking shit. Not physically, but they'll, they'll, they'll hate on her if they felt right. Uh, <clears throat> that's not illegal to tell what happened truthfully, you know? Her dad ever comes to you like, hey, what, what happened? Why, why don't we see you at Christmas no more? So well, I'm, I'm sorry, I divorced your daughter. Well, why? Well, she was cheating on me with Bob. What? She said, duh, 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 duh. like, no, that's not it. Go ahead. I mean, when the, um, again, not a, we, need, we need to get uh, Russell from RDK Legal. You know what? Dude, client, contact Russell. And I know you got your own lawyer. This would be worth co- contacting Russell over at rdklegal.com. You may not be in the 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 state he has uh, jurisdiction in, but it might be worth a hundred bucks to tell him and throw him this question because you know me and Chad are kind of throwing shit at the wall and speculating best we can without having knowledge of the law. Contact Russell at RDK Legal and see what he recommends. But I'd also run this past your uh, your current uh, divorce lawyer. But I can tell you this for certain. You don't want to get revenge on these people because life is going to get revenge on them themselves. Pretty much we agree on that. I mean, I agree with you entirely about that. But if your dad ever, her dad ever asked, what happened to you? I'm like, oh, your your daughter was banging some other guy. I'm out of here. (laughs) It's like revenge. I know that you get pissed off and you want to see people suffer, but it's like, worry about your own life. Their, Their fate's already sealed. So Yeah, I mean, there's not, there's not, I understand wanting to go and beat the, oh my God, every freaking day. People who just drive slow in the left lane, I want to kill. I'm not joking. Like, I'm like, I could, I could kill you. I could just fucking kill you. Uh, but it's, 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 uh, that will land you in jail. So our main goal is to avoid jail, avoid legal trouble, take care of the divorce shit first. But yeah, all of a sudden, you know, 
her brother comes up, hey, whatever happened to you, Bob? I'm like, oh, your sister's a cheating horn. She was sucking some other guy's get dick. That's why I divorced her. And then, but don't have anything to do with her after. My God, that offer, like, oh, we'll, we'll be friends with benefits. Fuck that shit. No, this girl's gone. She's out of your life. Yeah. You should be happy in a weird way. <laughs> um <clears throat> video response. He did not sign any. You ready? Yeah. Dear asshole, I'm an experienced middle-aged professional. I am not happy with the peers and managers that I continually find myself routinely working with within whichever job that I may choose. And I cannot live a minimalist lifestyle because of financial and family commitments. I estimate my IQ to be 130. I've read and love the curse of the high IQ, but would like to find a practical solution other than just deal with it because I believe that I am smarter than most everyone else, at least uh, statistically speaking. I transitioned to become a rather good database professional and not so good of a software developer after leaving a rather high-ranked military service. So he got the military discount. Although I appreciate honor and duty, I left the military because of some of the reindeer games that I saw complemented by short-sighted leadership, and I was just tired of the rigor demanded and the boring ritualistic life. I'm an operational strategic thinker and deem myself to have a really high work ethic with mission loyalty over personal loyalty. I think that I may have not chosen the best career strategy for myself for it goes something like this <clears throat> get a really good job get really good at doing a technically challenging profession that is in high demand and try and stay above my peers accept the job with high paying salary find out that i work for lazy disconnected conformist jealous myopic bosses boss that is interested in self-preservation than doing the right thing or in managing upward or in learning new technologies or in listening to someone on his team that is smarter and more loyal than him. Get disgruntled at my substandard boss that gives me more work when his more favored and less proficient and productive employees complain. Run the risk at being fired over my obvious justified disgruntlement or by my lip as if I were more stupid. And the cycle continues. I'm reluctant to start my own consulting business for I am not yet head and shoulders above others within some niche field. Furthermore, I understand that some hot new field gets cheapened as more people get proficient in it. My ideal job would be to do things my way and not have to listen to some dumb fuck that thinks he understands how things should be done. Oh, okay, there we go. That's that. You just go to the the perfect job store, right? Right, uh, Chad. Well, yeah, it's that easy, you know. Perfectjobs.com. You know, where the it's boss like- is redheaded, you know, milfy cougar type of gal that wants to have sex and lets you do whatever and gives you full funding for all your projects, right? Mm, yeah, it's like that. You can even find perfectwoman.com too. <laughs> uh, my ideal job, da, 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 because that is the way things have always been done. Furthermore, I cannot stand moral cowardice or intellectual dishonesty, and I'm tired of always being asked to be the bigger person when compared to apathetic peers. God gives talent, but work ethic is a choice. Do you have some practical strategies or some things I could do differently or I just need to suck it up, buttercup? Thanks. Disgruntled DBA software guy. Thoughts? I mean, I didn't like the part where he was dead set against like starting his own business. Admittedly, I don't know enough about the field he's in, but I always feel like there's some kind of option to at least start a side thing. Yeah, contract out at minimum, especially with his skill set. He should be able to find something, um, at least on the side. Um, what about his expectations of the perfect job? See, that's where you're going to be able to really help him out because I, he didn't, did he say how old he was in that middle age? Middle age. He's the play ball because he's got kids and a wife. Oh yeah. 
That's Dude, a tough one. It's 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 here it is. It is suck it up buttercup where you are right now. You and you're wrong. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're wrong. Stop thinking this fucking job exists where you're gonna be respected and you're gonna be employed 100 percent of the time and using 100 percent of your expertise and ability. That job does not exist. It does not exist. Stop being a 23-year-old American woman, child, girl. Okay. <clears throat> it doesn't exist. But you can play the game. And the way you play the game, especially in the world of IT, is you do what, chat? I mean, IT, business, how do you get promoted? How do you get more money? How do you get more responsibility? I mean, it goes against what I like to do, but you have to kiss ass, really. No, no, no. How do you get more girls? Oh, how do I get the girls? Oh, um, you have a girl. How do you get that girl to treat you better? Oh, you're saying treat them like shit. No, there's that. That's not a, but what's, what's the quickest way to get women to like you? Oh, I just flash them a smile. <laughs> no, just tell me because I'm I'm not following how it relates to the girl. Oh, I see. So you're saying he should start looking at other jobs. Yeah. The only way you get promoted, the only way you make real money in IT or any other place in the corporate world is you get another job offer. Yeah. I've always what have I said in addition to working out is another part mandatory part-time job of every young man and woman out there. You got to look for other jobs. Always looking for another job. This is why I like recruiters. We say, here's my requirements. I need a job that pays this much. Do not contact me until the job pays that much. So then you got them out there. They're not harassing you too much. You're not harassing them too much. You are always looking for another job. Just as when you're dating and trying to find out which girl is the best, you are always dating and courting multiple women. And you can, you can do it. And I did it, man. I did it. You can bang your head against the world is like how it should work, how it should be. It's going to be that way, or it's, it's not going to be the way it's going to be the way you're experiencing now incompetence, nepotism, sucking dick, kissing. That's how it is. All right. Stop trying to fight it. Stop looking for that perfect job. The quickest way for you to find a job that's more tolerable, and if it's not more tolerable, at least it's paying a hell of a lot more, is you go find another fucking job, and then you say, here's my two weeks notice. And when they're like, then you can say, oh, I'm well, you'd have to really, there'd have to be some compromises. You guys are going to have to give me a lot of stuff. Like, I don't answer to Frank, and I don't do this job anymore, and I get to work from home. But you need that other job offer. To, to to negotiate and leverage that because if you don't have that other job offer, then you're bluffing. That's the only way. So you could try and find out oh, this or that, that or this, or you could just go get yourself another job. Pays about the same or more, a little bit better work. And, you know, and then you say, all right, I gotta, I'm sorry, here's my two weeks notice. And they're like, oh my God, wait a minute. And then you play hardball with them. Like you may like, no, you'd have to jump my salary by 50% and I don't do these things anymore. And I'm in this line of command and we're going to have meetings every day about this or this and that and that. I mean, I've done it before and it works to a certain point, but inevitably you're dealing with incompetent people. Um, But yeah, in general, stop looking for a job that doesn't exist. It doesn't. And the best way to get people to do what you want is to have other people do other things that they want you to do for a little bit more money and you threaten to leave. And then all of a sudden, oh my God. I mean, I remember DT was talking about how he had a uh, 
I think they he had his annual review, and they said, "Well, you got a four out of seven, and we can only give you a three percent raise." And he just looked at him like, "Yeah, it's not enough. I'll see. You. Here's my two weeks by." And guess what happened, Chad? Well, I think you started to get what you wanted. All of a sudden, they came up with 25% more of a raise for him. It's like they said the money didn't exist. They couldn't afford it. And he said, no. Oh, my God. The money fairy just showed up and gave him 25% more. Like, maybe they were lying because they're fucking baby boomer gray-haired fuck-up douchebags. That's it. You play hardball. How do you get your girl jealous? Find another girl. And the key really is, yeah, you have to have that other job offer because uh, if you bluff like that, they're going to see through it. It's like faking confidence you don't have. <laughs> and he, he can't bluff through it because he's got a kid in white. He's got kids exactly, in white. Exactly, yeah, yeah, too risky. You got that damn, and not not like a, a job. Like you got to have it written in writing. So if they renege on it, and then you told your other boss, "Here's my two weeks' notice," and then they don't deliver and they rescind the offer, then you can at least sue them. Um, but yeah, not a verbal. You need it in writing. You need it in writing um, so that you got another lily pad to jump to. Uh, uh, I just got to say, listening to this, you know, sometimes I go downtown to meet people and then I get stuck in rush hour on the train. I can never enter this world again. It's just not possible. Not happening ever. No, no, ever. All right. Um, dude, you just saved me tomorrow. I don't have to do asshole consulting tomorrow. This would be great. I'm going to have a day off tomorrow. Yay. Uh what we got? Any more super chats? Are we good to go? Yeah, we got a couple more here. Bengals, right, um, I'll call it a day. Bacon for $2.23. He said, dude did him a favor. What if she brought back an STD? He's talking about the first yeah, one you did. Yeah. It, dude, I know you're pissed off, uh, client, but man, that gal, you saw her true colors. You don't want that to be the wife of your children or the mother of your children or your wife. Go find another gal. It's more reliable. Yeah. I mean, it's a blessing in disguise, even if it doesn't feel like it. It is. It is. And uh, dude, just trust me over the time, these gals, like there was one gal I dated. She ended up going back to her old boyfriend. Now, of course this was veteran Cappy. So I really didn't care. And I found out she got like her third DWI and spent prison time, not jail time, prison time. Ooh. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll fuck it up themselves. Let them be, just let them be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is interesting. You're going to hate this question, but some people in the chat were being helpful. ANMS6891 in particular. It's from Ahmad, Ahmed Khan for $4.99. He says, Chad, aside from investing in a Roth IRA, how to invest if your employer does not offer a 401k? Also, is the Vanguard S&P 500 mutual fund the best? Like we can't really tell people how no, to We're not that. answering that question, Ahmed. We're not answering that question. That's investment advice. We don't do that here. But he was getting some helpful tips in the chat right it, after it, that. Out. Uh, I mean, you, I, can, I can tell you this. If you got an employer match, yeah, go with that because that's free money. I'll, the only other financial advice I'll give you is pay off your debts. So if you, I mean, if you're contributing to your IRA, you're maxing that out and there's no other investment opportunities. Yeah, pay off your debts. I, and the reason I can give that advice is because it's not going to fuck you up financially. Yeah. And I would say if you don't have an employer plan at work that you can put money into, yeah, a, either a traditional IRA or a Roth, get the tax benefit now or later. That's as far as I'm willing to go. For- oh, oh, there you go. All right. What else? Um. All right. For undead knowledge, $4.99 says, hey, Aaron and Chad, 
I got some money in a Roth IRA and have a deferred compensation plan. Should I roll over this IRA money or just let it compound? Thanks. I don't think we can really answer that. Can't answer that. Guys, we can't answer financial questions. Anything you can sue us for, we can't answer. Like the, the legal question about the divorce thing and the re revenge we can talk about because that's revenge. But the divorce, it's like talk to your lawyer. You know? I mean, I, I had something like this. I'll at least say this. I just kind of left it in there because there wasn't really any need to roll it over into something new because I was allowed to. Um, you know, it's whatever you want to do. Do you know somebody named Chris Morales? Yeah, yeah Chris regular. He's been with me for years, yeah. He's, he is the uh, one who just asked that last uh, Super Chat. Chris, I, if I'm not mistaken, Chris is the one that recently went through divorce Um and he's, I think he's either finished or covered up with that, uh, recovering from that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chris has been with us for a while. Okay. Yeah, like, cool. I'd love to answer his question, but I can't. I can't. That's, you know. We got a pair of 99 cents super chats with no message from BFCZ8NAP. And he said free shekels in a different message. So like thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, avocado man for $2 cap. Are you buying a ticket to the Roosh talk in Minneapolis, St. Paul? No, I have no time. Uh, so he is, I ended up buying a ticket. It'll be in Chicago at the end of the month. So I thought I'd go by there. Um, when is I'm asking the chat, when is he going to be in Minneapolis? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I, I know a buddy of mine who was in the field, wanted to meet Roosh. I contacted Roosh and we've been going back and forth a little bit and, He's like, ah, I'm not going to have time. I guess he's on a pretty tight schedule. I'd love to meet Roosh, but I just, there's no time, man. There's just no time. Somebody wanted well, to go like, oh, just go on Stefan Molyneux's show. It's like, no, there's no time. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm meeting him because I'm going with a group of friends, people, some of them you know. Okay, so cool. It's more fun that way. Well, say, tell him I said hi if you actually meet him in person. Yeah, absolutely. I will. I'm supposed to tell him hi for Forney too. So <laughs> the, the article I wrote on Captain Capitalism this morning on my blog is actually uh, it's Jermaine Darouche. Cause we talk about going from the red pill to the black pill to the quote God pill. Um, and I cite him and his, his journey he's gone through, but although that's not the main point of the, the article, but it's a very interesting article about how uh, the red pill will replace modern day religion for most men today. So it's a very interesting thought piece. And I think uh, people should read it. I'm looking at it now, actually. Yeah. Nice. And there's a reference to Father Ted, if anybody knows Father Ted. That's it. Uh, All right. That's it. You good? No, We're done? That's it. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> Two hours on the nose. Two hours on the nose. Chad, take us out. All righty. Well, you can find my. Oh, Are I'm we sorry. doing that? Or we, did just... all, we did it all wrong. We did it all wrong. I'm sorry. We... <clears throat> all right. Where can people find you, Chad? Okay. Well, you go to Elkin CPA. You can find my website there. Uh, I also have a book or a few books on Amazon. I write with my dad, Elkin's Comprehensive Tax Guide. And when you're buying something off of Amazon, how should you do it? Through my Amazon affiliate program. <laughs> yeah. Of which, if you also want to help out the Older Brother podcast or Aaron Cleary in general, that's me. Go to olderbrother.com slash donate. And uh, you can help out three ways by giving a straight donation through PayPal. There's a PayPal link at that link. There's also a Patreon link there where you can become a Patreon member, of which if you donate there, you actually will get something in return, specifically access to all the paywall content, which includes Sanity is the Future of Wealth, my best post ever, 
and uh, pictures of Mary Jo dressed in various states of pinup boudoir. You should probably uh, lead with that one. <laughs> I, I'm just giving a hang on. What's my pay? I'm, I'm kind of curious. What did she get us up to tonight? What did she, what are we up to? Patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. What do we got? Keep in mind, sort of like 38 or 40. I'm going to guess 95. 128. Oh, nice. Yep. She almost quadrupled it. Certainly tripled it. So if you guys want to help out, you get access to that. And then the best way to help out, uh, because it doesn't cost you anything else to do, all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. You can go to olderbrother.com slash donate. You click on the Amazon banner, and then boom, you're at Amazon. You start shopping. They know where you came from. And everything you buy, I get a 6 to 7% commission and cut on it. You pay nothing extra, and everything is good. And that's the best way to help out. Unless you wanted to see Mary Jo's tatas, which, which are okay. They're all right. They're not bad. They're very good. Uh, in picture. In picture, yeah. <laughs> in a picture, yeah. Dude, she, there's this one picture. I haven't posted it yet. I'm saving that one. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus Christ, Mary Jo, you know exactly what you're doing. Fuck off with this nice girl. Oh, I'm just an innocent little Mexican girl. I don't know what <laughs> Yeah. You know exactly what you're doing. That's... All right. Now will you officially take us out? Uh, we can't because we got a couple more super oh, chats. These better be high paying fucking. We should they do that. Are. Like, when we're ready to go. When we're ready to go, it better be $5. We'll do the $5 rule again. Better be $5 or more. Otherwise, we're taking off. All right. What are they? That, this is good. Well, Bacon for 223 says he's uploading a new show, a new show now. So thank you, gents. Okay. At the goddamn bacon. Goddamn bacon. But also for $9.99, Gino Ruffalo says, Podcast Friday? Cheers, gents. That's good. $9.99. Yeah. Every Friday I do a I, I try to do every Friday. I try to do a podcast. It doesn't always work out that way. But the Clary Podcast is on Friday. The older brother podcast is on Tuesday. And the only reason we're doing it Monday today is because Chad is busy going to find himself a hairy armpitted uh, 70s bush type of woman in Portland who has tattoos, gonorrhea. And those ear loops with her master's degree in women's studies. And so he'll be too busy trying to find the love of his life there in Portland tomorrow. Don't forget collecting a government check as well. All collecting a government check, right? Because uh-huh. it can't be in Portland otherwise. Exactly. Want <laughs> to talk about the failure of white people? Portland. That's it. Ew, there's a lot of bums here. I'll just. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. What happens if you give white people too much money? Portland. Hey, that's <laughs> Portland. Portland. All right, now take us out officially. Toodles.